When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. How about now? Oh, that's Much better. better. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, Zoom is always the winner. It's like, cool, we got Audacity cranked up. Open up Zoom. Ah, just kidding. Yeah, it does like its own auto balancing thing. That's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. You guys well, can I... hear us though, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just fine. Okay. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, I remember like in one of the settings, you can like turn off the auto adjust thing. And it's like, why is this even an option? yeah uh yeah so i I messaged you after i'm like we have mic issues stuntman mic issues oh oh oh. and that's and that's the kind of energy i'm going to be bringing to this episode (laughs) hell yeah i'm going to just be trying not to cough into the mic too much because it's allergy season over here oh yay Uh, that's right all the cum trees are in bloom Mm -hmm. what now cum trees the Bradford pears or whatever they're the the trees with the the white blossoms that are all over all the cities in California and they're called cum trees because they smell like cum wow all right google oh. it it's a no thing. thank you I am not going to google that <laughs> I, I'm sorry babe yes I will not I will also not be googling that but at the same time though uh, Izzy do they emit the haze all around that's just so fragrant you just want to kill something yes those i okay because when you yeah. called them that i'm just like uh is it because of you know plants are like you know emitting all of their stuff basically what pollen also, is they anyway smell yeah. like it yeah but yeah, yeah it's you you'll see them everywhere they they um they no. are a fruitless pair but they've a, a ton of flowers this time of year and they're white and there's kind of like tall like lollipop trees like they're just sort of roundish wow. <laughs> before i see them everywhere i smell them everywhere and yes. i hate everyone <clears throat> mm-hmm. yes fruitless pear uh-huh Interesting. Yes. that's a smart version of googling it steve yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're also like they have really soft wood so <laughs> they only <laughs> they only last about 20 years because they'll get so big they break their own trunk so they're like yeah they're the first ones that go in like a big windstorm and uh. they're just kind of awful but they grow really fast they put them in everywhere in cities because boom you have a shade tree in two years so wait, so wait, they're like the forever 21 of trees. Yes. Or just low quality, only will last for a short period of time. Yeah. And then you just get a new one. After yeah. two washes, they just kind of disintegrate. Yeah. 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 After two hurricanes, they're just pointless. Not, not even hurricanes, just gentle cycles. Oh, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so a, a soft breeze. Right. Mm. It's so Orwellian naming it forever 21. And it's like very temporary. Oh, we all want to be 21 right the, the logan's run tree or something like that <laughs> <laughs> it's reach a certain age and then boop 
But let's face it, we all just want the Forever 41, where it's just like comfy pants with no waistband. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Figure we'll do the uh, the episode first, and then uh, I got one of them uh, coming attractions list, if you guys Woo! are interested in that. Woo! I was Should curious. I was about to say, if this is a mountain duel, we were not prepared. No, no, no. <laughs> I got that for another one. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I saw it on the Patreon feed. <laughs> Look what I got. <laughs> did Did you post the other one? what other one with the rock with the rock oh no okay no 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 <laughs> coming soon yeah, yeah. <laughs> hold the tick diana <laughs> we saw the greatest rock while we were hiking this was a steve stopped the car for this rock okay that's awesome and the whole time you were saying it i'm just like yeah yeah, yeah the mummy the rock what what yeah. one is this one <laughs> no that's the scorpion yeah, king Dwayne. yeah exactly yeah. I I, I sent you a picture for an alternative. Diana, check your Twitter. I'm checking. I'm checking. It's actually just the guy who looks like The Rock. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I would I would take a look at that too. Because what's his name, Bruce? (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's Easter Island uh, head esque. Yeah, it's the other side of Easter Island. (laughs) Oh, never mind. Never mind. I see what you are going for. Then never mind. (laughs) <laughs> my my mind my mind went with what i wanted to see yeah well, she's I, all little head <laughs> oh look a unicorn oh like oh, okay uh-huh. <laughs> okay now ryan is uh yeah enlarged it and so he sees it now yeah and it's his background on his laptop that's this, gonna be great this is a fantastic uh rorschach test <laughs> <laughs> do you see oh. why steve had to pull off the road for it <laughs> You should, uh, you should see some of the comments on uh, Facebook. I mean, <laughs> like, as long as it's like, is that a phallic rock? I'm like, no. What, what? Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> well, considering what I thought it was, you have plausible deniability. But uh, yeah, no, as long as he's pulling off the road and not the other thing. So good <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys ready? Let's yeah. get Steve pet that good puppy, though. He's so good. He's one named Steve. That's a good puppy right there. Our good puppy was drinking lots of water behind us as we were getting started. So I was Ooh. just vamping yeah. until. <laughs> yeah. Gotta stay hydrated. Good girl. Oh, so how is Miss Pepper, by the way? Oh, she's okay. Um, oh, this is this should be fun. We finally set up our uh, robot vacuum. <gasps> and so it's going to be interesting how she um, responds to it because she's afraid of the Swiffer. And when I say afraid of the Swiffer, I'm not talking about like the uh, the one with batteries where it's like mm-hmm. a mop. I'm talking about just the stick. Just the dry one. Yeah. Yeah. So we first got Sushi. He wasn't necessarily afraid of like the vacuum and the Swiffer in the broom, but he was definitely like overstimulated by them. Like he just like huh. didn't know what to like. He just had too much energy towards it. So um, so was we have we have been tool? practicing... He's very good at a back, B-A-C-K. So he oh. like, so he can back up. Like we, like we practice it getting out of the kitchen and stuff. So uh, I have him do that. And then he usually ends up in a sit after he does that. And then I give him a treat. So he's figuring out that like when that comes near him, if he backs up, he gets a treat. Aww. So we're such a good training we're, mama. We're, we're working on, yeah, like, uh, Hey, if you avoid this thing, you get rewarded. Oh. (laughs) So then it's like not, it's not as exciting, like in the the overstimulating way. Amazing. I love that you're just learning the ins and outs of your dog. And it's just like, well, this is how we're going to deal with this. You're a problem solver. 
well it's one of those things he's only a year old and i want to try and not fuck him up <laughs> i've always ah. had fucked up dogs that were like old and set in their ways i've never had a young malleable one so i'm like <laughs> how do we fix this before it becomes a i can't take you anywhere problem we're still talking about sushi hat. right <laughs> yeah before he starts you know yeah <laughs> saying, make, saying, make america great again yeah oh no <laughs> we'd raise him right joins 4chan yeah, he's see, he's got his rainbow collar on. Yeah, he's an ally. And I'm busy. And this is everything, everything I learned, I learned from movies. And tonight, oh, tonight, oh, we are capping off. May cause injury. <gasps> baby, baby, baby. With 2007's Death Proof. Woo! <laughs> oh, but babe, Steve, we're not alone for this movie. Oh, thank God, we get to share this with other people. Absolutely. Well, in fact, uh, I believe this was Ryan's suggestion for this <gasps> month. Uh, that's right, Diane and Ryan from Happily Ever Aftermath. Welcome. <laughs> Woo! Hello. Yeah, stuntmen die and stuntmen Rye here. That's right. Woo! <laughs> you guys are Ryan. Ryan die. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, we are a Ryan die. <laughs> right, right, ride or die. Ryan yeah, yeah, yeah. Die. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that'll make us what Steen is. <laughs> We're stizzy. We're just stizzy. Yes. Yeah. You are stizzy. We are stizzy. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, thank you. Uh, Ryan, when you suggested this movie, I, I remember being like, well, this is actually a really good movie and one of my favorites. <laughs> right. What is it doing on this podcast? <laughs> but then it was like, as long as it's Patreon exclusive, we're okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we're here. That's yeah. right. Uh, do, do you guys remember your first time watching this movie? Yes, we we saw it as part of the uh, the, the full theatrical yes. experience of Grindhouse when it was... Uh, as as 
folks may recall, it was bundled together in a in an old-fashioned retro experience with Planet Terror, yeah. and uh, you would watch both of them back to back with lots of uh, fake trailers and uh, fake ads for local Mexican restaurants and such, and in between, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> they were fake at the time. Right. Perfect. I, I yeah, too I th- was yeah, in the theater it... for four hours watching Planet Terror trailers for movies i I, i'm still waiting for like obviously we got machete which is great (laughs) yes Uh, yes oh edgar wright's don't uh i mean (laughs) i feel like you've seen the whole movie uh but and and thanksgiving yeah thanksgiving yeah or no thanksgiving is the one they actually made okay Uh, but but it's not eli (laughs) yeah that's right yeah but of course everyone is still waiting for werewolf women of the ss Starring Nicolas Cage as Fu Manchu, and uh, that might be a tough sell. But well, I mean, after Rob Zombie did the time. monsters, I mean, what else is he going to do? Right. Good point. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, It'll be like Operation Fortune, where it's only uh, available overseas. Uh, uh, still give me Fortune. my Jason Stays out. Uh, by, by the end of this month, this month being May, quote unquote, uh, it should be available to see, you know, without paying 25 bucks for Amazon yeah. or whatever. And if you heard that big exactly. clunk, that was Cameron's chunky butt whacking the side of the mic. Yeah, it happens. In protest. That's right. <laughs> Steve, ask me when the first time I watched this movie was. When's the first time you watched this movie? My, the first time I watched this movie was with Steve. Oh. He found out I hadn't seen this movie and sat me down and gave me the full four-hour theatrical experience. <laughs> did I also make you watch Vanishing Point and uh, Dirty Mary Crazy Larry? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we, did, yeah. we ended up with a whole, whole three-day weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was right before Django. That's right. Yes, yes, that's right. So. Oh, my. <laughs> So that, that answers one of our first questions was, uh, do those movies exist or did Quentin Tarantino make them up? So. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Okay, so, yeah, when when I heard Quentin Tarantino was making a car movie, I was in because I was raised <laughs> yeah. on stuff like this, like Steve McQueen's Le Mans and yeah. like all this, all these, mm-hmm. Mad Max, obviously, like the original one, which is basically just a car mm-hmm. chase movie. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, Bullet. And, yeah, bullet. I've seen many more since too that I didn't even know existed back, you know, before the times of the internet and whatnot. And uh, right, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. When when they talk, they said like you know seventy challenger or whatever. Blah blah. I'm like oh, Kowalski. Like I'm in the theater <gasps> like <laughs> before they even say it. Like oh, oh shit. <laughs> so yes, this movie does exist, and yes. highly recommend go watch it. Yeah, no. so so this movie was your Ready Player One of Cars for you? I mean, pretty much. <laughs> a little <Yeah>. bit. <laughs> uh, oh, before we get into it, though, guys, oh. I, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. I'm still sober. <laughs> oh, well, what do you got to change that today? We have, from you, Winter Brewing Company here in Utah, the American Stout. Yeah. It's American Stout. Like those oh, muscle cars. It's a navy blue uh, label with black writing, so I can't read the rest of it. Oh. Uh, let me see if I can get <laughs> a little luck. light or something on here. <laughs> oh, I think, yeah, it's just the forget the map, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm sure it's 4 or 5%. Uh, no, I seen around this was like 8. Oh, here we go. Pulling out a flashlight. Hey, look at that. 8% alcohol hey, by volume. Boom. There you go. Even better. All right. I'm going to pop this top. Oh, my top. Sorry, I'm looking at the cat who's looking to get herself killed. Yeah, well, she can do it. And the pour. This is a gorgeous, super dark beer. Has brown highlights and a dark khaki-colored head. Lots of medium bubbles. 
Medium bubbles. Medium bubbles make me happy. I hope. There we go. <laughs> oh, it smells like chocolate and booze. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> nice chocolatey, like roasty notes and stuff. Yeah, too. it's like chocolate and coffee. Really, really clean oh. on the nose there. Steve's gone in for the sip. Oh, yeah. Nice, uh, yeah, nice rich, like, well, yeah, chocolatey, like roasty notes. But, but it's also, like, kind of dry. Like, it's just, uh, Mm-hmm. Not like an imperial stout where it's oftentimes it's like okay yeah it's a little a little sweet there on the end balance that but yeah just yeah. nice and dry and sneaky eight percent yeah guys get the American stout mm-hmm. Ryan mm-hmm. Die you guys drinking anything on your end <laughs> yeah I was um, yeah because we don't have a lot of beer here but I do have my uh, cocktail bar such as it is I, I, we were like. I was furiously writing down every drink they mentioned in the movie, of which there were a lot. Yeah. And, um, if I had chartreuse, I was all, I'd be doing it. Exactly. <laughs> I was all set to do uh, uh, vodka and sugar-free Red Bull, but I didn't have the uh, the presence of mind to go out and buy some sugar-free Red, uh, Red Bull. <laughs> so uh, instead, I'm just falling back to good old-fashioned Jaeger shots, or shot. As, uh, yeah. And I felt kind of bad because I used Jägermeister when we talked about uh, the last witch hunter, but uh, also appropriate. It's appropriate it's, both times. It's hunter, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And and because uh, I, I I don't think I've ever actually tried drinking Jägermeister straight up before, and because it's probably far too strong for my weak weak palate, I have a oh, chaser of Diet Dr Pepper. Yeah, see, it's 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 pretty good. It's like like licorice flavor or whatever. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I love licorice. Hang, on. are you gonna do it now? Should I take a, uh, I, I, I also brought a beverage that I've had on this podcast before. Yes, go right ahead. Well, I figured I'd be exactly on the nose and got another uh, can of liquid death. Yeah. Woo! Murder your thirst. Apparently. What, uh, what yeah. flavor of liquid death? Liquid death mountain water. Yeah. <laughs> no bubbles in this. Only water. Woo! Hang on, hang on. It, I get to do this so rarely. Uh, I'm going to pop my top. <gasps> And and it is uh, it is technically zero proof, so we can call it liquid death proof. <gasps> liquid death, death proof. proof. We won. Hey. Boom. All right, I'm gonna take a tiny sip from my shot glass here because that's how you do it, right? <laughs> yeah, you definitely sure. don't down the whole thing. <laughs> that is very that is very nice on the tongue, and then it burns my throat, as yeah. is usually my experience with these things. As, as is, is tradition. <laughs> Okay, I need my soda now. Here's my top. Woo! Nice. Everybody's popping their tops. Mm-hmm. It's rare, but it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Diana, Steve and I, uh, we just got back from a road trip. You can hear about it in our mini episodes. But uh, yeah. we had hydronated water. Oh, yeah. <gasps> tell me more. Tell me more. So it was water infused with hydrogen, because I guess regular water isn't H2O. I don't know. Uh. Um, needs more hydrogen. It somehow tasted flatter <laughs> than of, water. Two out of three atoms, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. So yeah, it's 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 all the all the cleanliness of tap water, but somehow flatter. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. How, how I don't it know. Worked. It was a little tinny because of the can. Came in a can. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. It was like a Red Bull can, like kind of skinny and tall. Um, sure. And yet, you know how you know when water sort of goes dead, like like you grab accidentally grab a bottle of water that's like sat in the back of the car all summer and it just sort of oh, died. Sure. That's what it kind of oh. reminded me of. Oh, mm. yeah, okay. 
don't tell anyone you drank that because then the uh, the moms of America will come out and just be like, you're going to die, all the plastic. <laughs> Guys, I used to drink from a hose. I think my days are numbered. <laughs> that was amazing water. Don't you ever tell me that that tiny taste of like concrete and dirt wasn't amazing on a yeah. hot uh, No, the water was great. The hose is what will kill you. <laughs> Look, it's a hose hooked up to a lead, a lead pipeline. Yeah. Where, the like, hose will kill you. That's for sure. <laughs> the hose will kill you. Speaking of hose killing you, Steve, mm-hmm. this movie. <laughs> 2007's Death Proof. From writer-director Quentin Tarantino. Oh, I think I've heard of this up-and-comer. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. He, going through his list, he makes guy movies. Let's be real. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a chick flick list right here. I mean, very very powerful women in movies as well. Uh, no matter how many times they say fuck and uh, <laughs> the N-word. But, truly the, the truly the peak of 2007 feminism. Yeah, pretty Woo-hoo! much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, also brought to you by Weinstein. Don't look too deep into it. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, we all know the, the director of Reservoir Dogs. He wrote True Romance, directed Pulp Fiction, wrote Natural Born Killers, uh, Segment in Four Rooms, From Dusk Till Dawn, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill, this. Eh? Eh? Inglorious Bastards, uh, Django Unchained, Hateful Eight, Once Upon a Time of Hollywood, and now he has a podcast, Video Archives. Woo! Oh, that's right. I do appreciate the concept, but it also screams, I have a lot of money. Oh, oh every, every, okay, so... Wait, uh, wait, does our podcast scream, I have a lot of money? No, but <laughs> Quentin Tarantino... Okay, so it's not the concept of podcasts that screams all right, money. All right, babe, I'm, I'm going to give you the concept of the Video Archives podcast, which I absolutely love. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Tarantino worked at a, a you know a video store or whatever in like yeah. the seventies and eighties or whatever. Uh, when he hit it big with Pulp Fiction, he decided, you know what, I'm just going to buy the place. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> or maybe it's a little later in his career, I don't know what. But he, him and his uh, buddy Roger Avery, who's a producer and all that, a couple of his movies, uh, they just kind of go through all the old VHS tapes they have there and watch them. And uh, uh, Roger's daughter, uh, what's her name, Bell or something? I don't know, some, some, something weird something angelic mm-hmm. we'll say uh mm-hmm. and she has to like try to find like if it's streaming anywhere or she has to like get her own vhs copy which is like oh yeah it cost me 70 bucks because only four of these exist in the world for okay. you know the hospital where george c scott is in a satire about the hospital starring diane ladd and you know <laughs> the movies i've never heard of but i'm always like oh man Oh, damn, it's not streaming? Then what's the point? Oh, this is where I heard about right. uh, Wrestler's Rhapsody that we watched oh, okay. a couple weeks okay. ago. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, if, if you're into Western satire starring Tom Berenger and J.W. Bailey, Woo! that's a good one. Who's not? Good luck, I, yeah, I actually good luck finding it, though. How did we find it? Uh, the Blood Bank. <laughs> the Blood Bank! Steve, where can, where can you get, get access to the Blood Bank? As with the Bloody Bits Horror Show Patreon, for only $10 a month, you have access to something like 7,500 movies now. Woo! Yeah, they just upgraded the server, too. Exactly. If they're not on there, if the movie you're looking for isn't on there, hit up Eddie, ping the X. He can make sure it happens. Uh, I would love to do an analysis of, like, the Rotten Tomato scores, you know, of the movies in the Blood Bank. Oh, oh if you find one over 30, you're in for a treat. Oh. Yeah, what's the standard deviation? They're, they're, they're very, uh, I'd, I'd say two-thirds of the movie are, like exclusively horror <laughs> yeah well, it's, right. the bloody, it's the blood bank yeah yeah exactly oh <laughs> uh, but uh starring in this movie of course legend kurt russell as stuntman mike oh so amazing love me some kurt russell zoe bell as 
Zoe Bell. I will marry Zoe Bell. <laughs> right. Uh, mm-hmm. R- Rosario Dawson as Abernathy. Uh, Vanessa Ferlito as Arlene. Sydney Poitier as <laughs> Jungle Julia. Not that Sydney Poitier. The, the lady was, one. I was gonna say. <laughs> I actually haven't looked to see if they were actually related. I, I assumed it was like his daughter or granddaughter or something. But looking it know. up. Well, well, she's not. You know, George Foreman Jr. Right? Yeah, or Georgina. Yeah. I believe she <laughs> is. Uh, George, his, George Foreman, his but they call her Big Red for whatever reason. As we were looking through past <laughs> well, episode. Well, of course, when the name came up, I completely just forgot about it. But at the same time, I, I had to do the Sydney Poitier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Rose McGowan is Pam, Jordan Ladd is Shayna, uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is Lee, and of course everyone's favorite, Jonathan Lochran as Jasper. <laughs> Did you say Shayna? Didn't she have a whole monologue about how she hates being called anything but Shanna? Yeah, she her, her, her name is Shayna, she hates being called Shauna. It's just Shauna. No, I, think it, I thought it was Shanna. Oh, hold it's on. Shanna. It was Shanna. Yeah. So I was like, it's not Whatever. even fun. Shanna's not a name. Uh, okay, guys. Sydney right. Poitier okay. is the daughter of Sydney Poitier. That makes sense. Woo! Yeah. Not confusing at all. <laughs> Her father was going to play Stuntman Mike, but anyway. Ooh. I hate to tell you, Steve. <laughs> Actually, I've got some fun. Couldn't afford to change the credits. I've got some fun facts about Stuntman Mike uh, potentials. Oh. Ooh. I, I read none of them just for this moment. Excellent. Yes. Oh, I've got some good ones about this movie. Uh, so yeah, I popped in my DVD because of course I have the DVD. If there was a 4K restoration Blu-ray of the entire Grindhouse experience, I would fucking have it. But uh... I was actually surprised that Ryan didn't have this on DVD. We got it. Uh, we rented it for four dollars on Amazon. And when we started, I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Why is it 114 minutes? This is supposed to be an hour 27. Oh no. No, no, no. That that's Planet I, I, Terror. That's like an hour, an hour twenty seven. Well, no, Ryan. There's I, there are two cuts. I, I had to explain oh, wait, that uh, that that this edition uh, they found the missing reels. Apparently, wait, what now? Oh, oh, Ryan. Know? Ryan has a fun fact. Ooh, oh, damn. Right. Yeah. Um, if you recall from the original theatrical release of Grindhouse, there was a, a gag where um, it would just cut to a missing reel. And this happened once in both movies, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, in Planet Terror. Uh, it little... comes back with like everything on fire. Like, I'm sorry, yeah, I didn't know is... you were El Rey or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and I think that was based on uh, some story of uh, either QT or, or Robert Rodriguez or, or one of their friends or something, uh, where like some local theater they went to all of like the sexiest parts of the movies were missing because the projectionist would just steal that reel and then it would like skip over it. So I think it was like the, the, the the sex scene in in planet terror. And and then it just comes back to, it's like the, the building on fire. And, uh, yeah, uh, in death proof, it is the lap dance. Uh, I, I trust the edition you watched actually had the lap dance occurring on screen. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. The three or four yeah, minute yeah, lap no, dance, that and was... then that ends with yeah, kind of, kind of a jaunting skip, as you know, one, <laughs> one does when they're trying to make a, a '70s exploitation movie in 2007. But yeah, yeah, and 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 actually, remember in the um, and, and I think I read some IMDb trivia on this, to, uh, not not recently, but a while back to uh, confirm this. But uh, yeah, in, in the theatrical cut, there's like the whole build up because if there's one thing this movie does well, it's kind of building tension, and the, the whole dialogue about whether Arlene is going to follow through on the lap dance uh, or not, and then just as she says she's going to, it cuts to the missing wheel car and it was a big gag and the whole theater laughs and then it comes back i think to the the same to, to that awkward skip so uh that that's something that was 
But, that, in, but that's in, like it, three minutes, yeah. not 30 or whatever, though, right? Right. We were trying to figure out what they added. And... Yeah. yeah, yeah I, they, they probably cut say, out like yeah. the first trip to the taco joint and uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. Diana and I were were racking our brains trying to remember like how much of the, the first half of the movie uh, would we, we had actually seen before. And that, that whole black and white scene, I don't. That that might have been in the original, but I don't remember it. So well, yeah, this is yeah, yeah that, that, of... that was definitely in the theater. I remember that because okay. Well, in in my experience, this is what's kind of rough. I'm like, honey, I don't remember any of this. Oh no, um, right. <laughs> so yeah, like the, the the entire like first half of the movie with the first crop of victims. You were how how long do you remember that being in the original? Like I, maybe 15 re- minutes long, 20 minutes yeah. long. I don't even think it was that long. I think yeah. it was just a really really quick setup of he he did a thing, he moved on, and then boom. Yeah, and I was saying, like, no, Diana, we, we spent an hour with those characters, and, and yes, it was like that in the original movie. Maybe it's just because the second half felt really long. Yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll yeah, get to we'll that. Yeah, we'll get to it, yes. yeah. But, but yeah, so we, so we pop it in, and, uh, you know, in true Quentin Tarantino fashion, you know, it starts with feet on a dashboard as the credits are rolling. <laughs> I challenged Ryan to take a shot every time oh. there were feet. No, 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 no. I, I, I feel like this was the time everybody was started like, oh man, you know, we just watched Jackie Brown and yeah, I think he's got a thing with like Bridget Fonda's feet or whatever. And then can you see Quinn like, oh yeah, you want some fucking feet? I'll give you some fucking feet. <laughs> we, we didn't, we didn't want any fucking feet, Quentin. Yeah. <laughs> just leave them up and anyway. No. <laughs> But of course we get. I was noticing. Oh, yeah. oh go ahead. Go ahead. I was saying I, I noticed there were slightly more close-ups on feet than uh, close-ups on butts, but it was it was neck and neck for a while. Oh yeah, there, there was there was definitely no a necks. race going on between them. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When it, when it got to where Kurt Russell actually licked one, I'm like, uh, that's three shots. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we see we're watching Kurt Russell in Thunderbolt. Wait, hold on. Nope. <laughs> Death proof. <laughs> <laughs> And we get a thrilling scene where we see some girls have to pee and they're going to their friend's apartment, Jungle Julia, who has her own bob- bobblehead, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, basically find out we're in Austin, Texas. Uh, and then uh, congratulations for Women Talking uh, winning an Academy Award this past uh, year. Sarah Polly, <laughs> the writer, because we get that for a while. Uh, the but, dialogue here is not the highlight of this film. Look, if there is a flaw in this movie, and mind you, I said if. <laughs> the dialogue goes on for a long fucking time, and it's really... I mean, this is how women talk, though, right? Well, it's a Tarantino movie, so to be fair, it's a combo of both. <laughs> but uh, I feel like the, you know, the first we, half of this movie, in every sense of the term, sets you up for the second half of this movie. Like, yeah. it just, like, yeah. it yes. It sets sort of a a slower pace so that then when you hit the action, um, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, give it to me! Oh, this is great! Um, yeah, it's uh, characters who aren't exactly endearing, so you don't have to get, mm-hmm. so you don't have to fall in love with them, versus yeah. characters you're... who are unbelievably, like, dynamic and wonderful. Yeah, they seem kind of vapid and mm-hmm. whatever, so it's like, you're not mm-hmm. completely, your soul's not completely crushed when what happens happens because remember you're in a movie called death proof where guys don't people with cars but but it's still like oh they are people though they're just yeah yeah they're they're like just sympathetic enough that like you you're sad that they died but uh you're not you're not not so broken up that you're not ready to enjoy the second half of the movie yeah it's not like they killed the dog 
Right, yeah. Well, we'll know that that... No, 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 no. See, the movie's called Death Proof, which means nobody dies. That's right, Diana. Right? That's right. Sweet, sweet Diana, uh-huh. that is correct. <laughs> yeah, that's how I felt when I watched this movie. Sweet, sweet Diana. So naive. So, so naive. I didn't they all get one of those cars. Oh, you <laughs> guys, you seat. know how difficult this movie would be if Death Proof was about a guy just running dogs over and then dogs eating him at the end? <laughs> like, this first half would be so <laughs> difficult. We're just following some dogs along. So this is like, you know, B-minus level John Wick, then? Yeah. <laughs> Just, no, just this is definitely much more Airbud. 1970s dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, Ryan, say that again, please. <laughs> Quentin, Quentin Tarantino presents Airbud. Yeah, there's Woo! nothing in the rule book that says I can't rip you limb from limb. <laughs> oh, God. Drive a stunt car. What are you talking about? Pause okay. on the steering wheel. I, I bring out, like, the California Penal Code, federal law. <laughs> Lots of rules, Steve. Lots of rules. Airbud racer. <laughs> This is oh. this is why we can only play the games in Nevada. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait. So, do you think that Airbud will combine with uh, Fast and Furious? So, to get Airbud Racer, Fast oh. and Furious. <gasps> They've both. <laughs> they have both been in space. That's right. They have. Oh my God, you guys! There has. They, somebody has to get a dog sidekick at some point, right? Or at least some sort of animal sidekick. Well, no, they get children instead. No, but animals I mean, and kids would be so much better. the same thing, though, am I right? No, no, animals are much <laughs> The kids cuter. will want pets eventually, right? <laughs> Steve, we just got back from vacation. Would you rather be in a restaurant where people have dogs under the table or a restaurant full of children? <laughs> With kids under the table. <laughs> I just want to see that. Oh, no, that's easy. Kids go under the table all the time. They're just dropping little chicken nuggets, like, off the side of the table <laughs> to their children. <laughs> it's okay he's house oh, I thought broken that was the you know. <laughs> it's called oh i thought it was it's called capturing okay. calm steve and it's a legitimate training method <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so yeah so, so we meet our uh, our first set of girls uh, jungle julia uh shanna uh arlene uh who's a jersey girl from what i can understand um butterfly and mm-hmm. and then the fourth girl kind of just uh, i mean they, they go to get some tacos and we're introduced to marcy who's only in one scene to do a, a, a bad impersonation of a, a local guy named Barry or something for yeah. <laughs> the purposes. Um, mm. But we do also see they're being trailed by this mysterious black 1970 Chevy Nova. It's a good looking car, but also the subtlest car. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but while they're, uh, while they're enjoying some tacos, we find out Jungle Julia did uh, a little stunt on her radio show that she has. Where uh, her friend uh, Arlene, who she's gonna, she's calling Butterfly or whatever, basically like, hey, I set it up so if uh, somebody walks up to you tonight and recites this poem, you got to give them a lap dance. And I'm like, friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm glad you thought the same thing. <laughs> but 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 she had this whole plan where where if. if if she doesn't want to give the lap dance, she just lies and already says she gave it to some other guy, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's got all the angles figured out. Yeah, yeah, yep, that's all you need, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of like a, a recent episode of Star Trek Next Generation we watch where this is how Q repays a debt, by putting your life in danger. Diana, uh, I'm going to ask you because you you are you also are walking around with a vagina as far as I know. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll call Ryan that. People, people who are walking around with penises, they're great at rejection, right? 
Uh, I mean, they're they're certainly improving in the last decade or so, but yeah. Uh, they're, but if you're if you're since two thousand seven, if you're in a bar <laughs> right. and perhaps sexual uh, sexual promises were made by another party, and yep. you said no, you're totally safe. Nothing bad would ever happen to you, right? Not a damn thing, especially when my group of friends has also been drinking and I have been drinking and yeah. except I don't drink. So I'm already the designated driver. And now all these guys are flooding near me. I mean, uh, at least the guys probably haven't been drinking, right? Oh, of course not. The, right, now, now, the important thing now is. Now I'm going to paint he's a slightly awkward. specific uh, situation here for this. Let's say Quentin Tarantino is the bartender and the guys you're drinking <laughs> with are Eli Roth and his also creepy buddy. <laughs> You also have forgot to add the extra element of this, Steve. They have to bring her a drink, which means they've already paid for said drink. That's right. Yep. So, the, right. so she already owes them something. So the insinuation is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Nothing could possibly go wrong. And Jungle Julia's whole plan is you still get the free drink even if you turn them out for the lap dance, and that's gonna, yeah. And the bonus is is that if he's, if I remember correctly, like uh, one adjective to where he's not ugly, not other thing possibly very, not yeah. possibly funny yeah. funny very funny but not funny looking someone you could possibly sure. fuck uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 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 the important thing is we discussed every aspect of this arrangement for at least 20 minutes yeah. oh it, repeatedly in the movie <laughs> and also i'm sure it was exactly how was it said on the radio as well so yeah. right right well. but uh yeah so there we cut tonight and uh we see a man the man in the mysterious black car and he's got pictures of these girls in his little like overhead visor like what oh man this is weird so yeah we're at texas chili parlor this bar where quinn tarantino's behind the bar and eli roth is hanging out with the chicks and uh oh yeah rodriguez's uh daughters are walking around Oh, and I noticed um, also in, in addition to Eli Roth, one of the other uh, one of the other bastards of Inglorious Bastards was present. Oh yeah, uh, uh, yeah. The, I, 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 Gorla, or no, uh, fucking uh, Dominic the Coco. Dominic the Coco, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that actor's name is uh, Omar Doom, I believe. Oh, okay. Which raises the question: Why is that not his character's name? That's a much better. <laughs> oh, wait, in this movie or the other movie? In in any movie. Also, why is he an actor and not a just... doctor? For God's sake, with a name like that. <laughs> yeah, just him and Zoe Bell should be playing themselves. That's you know? right. <laughs> I'm uh, Doctor Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, we get a bunch of back and forth where uh, yeah, the girls are like waiting for we get to get some wonderful like 2007 texting between Jungle Julia and this Chris over Simons and guy. over and over <laughs> and, and, and over. During this whole time, I'm like, okay, so they really had to fill it out to two hours, and I'm like, oh, maybe this is how it got cut down to an hour twenty. All yeah, right, <laughs> just cutting all this stuff out. I did love that. Yeah, you get to enjoy every individual press of the number keys. You're trying to get to the letter you want. Yeah, <laughs> that's a time capsule. Yeah. The weird thing is, though, is that we were trying to figure out, like, okay, this. I I, I know they're trying to make it feel like the 1970s ish because of that, and then this brick comes out of her pocket that she's, you know, sending text messages from. I'm like, oh, I know exactly when we are now. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I can see someone watching this a couple of years like, oh man, is that how you text back in the 70s? It's like, oh, sweetie. Right. Sweetie, right. sweetie, sweetie. And uh, speaking of uh, Eli Roth and what was it, Omar Doom? Mm. Uh, they're, they're just like making fun of Kurt Russell and the way he's dressed like he's from the olden times. I'm like, look at where you are, yeah. right? Look at the music you were listening look to. Look at your shirt. Look at 
look at your life. <laughs> is, is it like supposed to be a themed retro bar, or is it just kind of wind up the way on accident? That's what yeah, I, I think. It's just a, not too much. Just a bar that's been around for forty or fifty yeah. years there in Texas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just like, and it's supposed to be like you know, f- you know, maybe funny, but not funny looking. It's Kurt Russell. Yeah. He's a, right? he's exuding creepy. And the car is not helping, which has been pointed out by what was it, Arlene Butterfly? But at the same time, it's Kurt Russell. Yeah. And I give him a lap dance. Yes, I, right? <laughs> Watch and, you. And, and, and Diana, I'll tell you, the car was working for me. Right. I mean, <laughs> I mean, when we finally do get a good look at this car, it's you know the fucking like primer black like out the exterior, but it's got the skull with lightning bolt. A cross or whatever yep. under it like crossbones right. it's got the duck little hood ornament oh the little ducky hood ornament that was a duck oh i couldn't tell it yeah i couldn't either i was too busy watching it um impale people mm. <laughs> yeah mm. uh yeah what, what else yeah we oh yeah we get quentin tarantino doing his scene where he's uh getting shots of chartreuse for everybody the only liquor so good they named a color after it <laughs> <laughs> that's right um, it's very droll Oh god! And there's the whole scene where Arlene like goes out for a smoke, and yeah, she sees the car, and then Omar Doom pops up behind, is like, "I want to make out," and I'm like, "This, this is how guys talk." Yeah, yeah, this is this is pretty much it. Huh? Right, Diana? I never baked you like that, did I? Like this week? Uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I've heard Ryan talk like this before. It's when he was like, Steve, I want to talk about Death Proof. And I was like, all right, six minutes. No, It yeah, definitely wasn't Steve like, Ryan, please make Death Proof. <laughs> and we're just hanging out in the background, shaking our heads. Oh, boys. Boys will be boys. Just make sure my hair doesn't get wet. Yeah. So. <laughs> totally. I mean, come on, Steve. Humidity. Right. Oh, but then we meet another girl. What? <gasps> This blonde chick, Pam, at the bar, played by Rose McGowan. And uh, uh-huh. so here's the thing. that uh, uh, What's her nuts? Like, uh, Arlene or whatever comes in and is like, oh, you'll never guess what happened to that girl at the bar. And Jogo Julia is like, oh, I'm sorry. Were you telling, you know, being a bitch and like, I'm sorry, were you telling a story? Whatever. Did, did her car just break down? Like, we never find out why she she's just there. She rode in with somebody else. Or with the, uh, with the other boys who were making fun of um, Kurt Russell. Cause it, uh, oh, the Eli were- Roth in them? Yeah, uh, cause, cause, really? yeah, because um, but they were there before she showed up. I don't know. Well, all right, so she, uh, the Kurt Russell says in a later scene, right before things happen, uh, yeah, and then uh, I mean, you got in the car with me. Everybody saw that after your boyfriend just left you at the bar and you didn't have a ride home. Oh, well, I don't think that was Eli Roth, though. Anyway, uh, anyway it was somebody, some other, she wrote in with a, her boyfriend who left her. Oh, okay. Well, that sucks. But, yeah. you know, she needs a ride home. And then uh, St- <laughs> Kurt Russell, he just tosses his keys over like, I got you, lady. And, you know, he's uh, making sweet love to those nachos or whatever oh, there at the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. He's eating that stuff away. And she's like, are you going to be okay to drive there? And he's like, of course. I just, you know, have a... What was it like club soda and lime? And I'm working up to my big drink, Virgin uh, Pina Colada. Pina Colada. Pina Colada. Right. I tried to convince Diana to make that her drink for for today. Yeah, <laughs> they're really sticky sweet. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I don't think she would go for that. Also, don't I need a blender? Yeah, I mm. yeah, it's already too loud. No, you just put the lime in the coconut, and shake, shake it all, it all up. up. Oh, I would have done that. And then you say, yeah. Doctor. Anyway. 
when uh when it was panning in on kurt russell eating the nachos mm-hmm. all i could think of was like okay ryan i know i'm out of practice being like working from home for all this time but please tell me that's not how i look when i eat please <laughs> only at home yes yeah, and with nachos mm-hmm. okay nachos are messy <laughs> nachos are messy but that's like part of the joy of nachos oh so good yeah. But of course, like any girl who's randomly being picked up by Kurt Russell, she has to, you know, vouch for her. Like, uh, hey, Quentin, who's this guy? And Stuntman Mike. Who's Stuntman Mike? He's a stuntman. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> yep. Sold. What's, uh, hey, bartender, what's this guy's name? Stuntman Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I also love how, like, uh, later he's like talking to uh, Rose and I think the Rodriguez twins or something he's basically like well you know I started off in the Virginian where I doubled for you know Lee Majors but then I kind of look like this uh, Gary Clark guy with him in a couple shows and Robert Urich in Vegas and so blah 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 yeah. and then all of a sudden he stops and like are any of the names or shows I'm talking about right now ringing any bells for you ladies and they're no. just like no <laughs> and I wanted to punch them right <laughs> it's Again, it's like that old Corolla joke where it's just like, you know, yes, I wasn't alive during the Civil War, but I've heard of it. Exactly. <laughs> I'm familiar with the key players. Yeah. Right. Wait, there right, was TV exactly. before 1984? Get the fuck out. <laughs> and then I actually started opening up Wikipedia thinking like, what happened to Robert Yurk? And I do remember, I think I was sad when I found out he died. Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a... Uh... Yep. Like oh five or it was probably, oh no actually I think it was like yeah right after this movie or something like something yeah. like that yeah and I was just like you know it's I don't even know but what I also love is you know when they're asking him like oh how did you get into you know being a stunt man and it's just like oh you know like all that you know my my brother did it my brother got me my first job well what's your brother yeah. who's your brother stuntman Bob. Hey. <laughs> oh my god is do you think a prequel will happen. The origins of Stuntman Mike. No. No, now that, yeah. su- now, now that super... Spoilers for fun facts about the uh, ah, gross of this ex- movie. Excellent! <laughs> we were lucky to get Machete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, the, you know, so we found eventually the ladies, they're just, like, ready to go to the, the what is it, like, Shanna's dad's lake house at Lake LBJ or whatever. You yeah. know, all-girls weekend, just hanging out, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then, uh, you know, Stuntman Mike walks over with a couple Shiner Box and hands them to Jungle Julia and... Uh, yeah. And uh, what's her name? Arlene. And then, babe, what happens? Oh, yeah, he uh, he recites the poem to do you, Butterfly. Do you remember the poem? I don't. No. <laughs> I Honestly, at this point, I didn't give a shit about the stupid the, fucking poem. The woods, yeah, uh, the woods are beautiful, dark, care. and deep. And I have miles to go before I sleep. I don't care. Do you hear me, Butterfly? No. Miles to go out. before I sleep. I do take you out. Time for a lap dance now. No, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's no, the No, no, I, 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 bl- I believe... So I, I believe there's some more dialogue where she tries to pull the I already gave lap oh, dance out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah there certainly out. is. Where, like, even Jungle Julia steps in and she's like, oh, sorry, she already gave that up earlier, blah, blah, blah. And I love how he's just, like, looking at, looking at her and is like, is that right? <laughs> and and I, I was I was amused when he was doing his whole routine about how I'm going to have to put you down in my book as chicken shit. That's right. It's like, oh, that's no good in my book. And it's like, I, I, I know that's like a John Wayne, but if I close my eyes, I'm actually just hearing like Jack Burton. Yeah, right? that's exactly what <laughs> Because Jack Burton's based on John Wayne. <laughs> right. right. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, the second he breaks out the partner thing, and I'm just like, did you not learn your lesson earlier when they had no idea what you were talking about? <laughs> yeah, so after uh, he threatens to put her in, in his literal pocketbook under chicken <laughs> shit, even yeah. shows to her, like, yep, it says chicken shit. Which <laughs> we've established she doesn't live here. She's in town visiting. Yeah. So what does she give a shit? Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Look, Kurt Russell, if you think I'm a chicken shit, that's cool. I think you're cool as shit. But, yeah, uh, I think you're cool as shit, Kurt Russell, but if you think I'm chicken shit, I'm... You're probably whatever. right. <laughs> it's not going to mess up my weekend. But, yeah. He slowly writes down Steve Kondrick. No. Above it is Richard Nixon. No, <laughs> Kurt! Anyway. Uh, so, yeah, eventually she's like, hey, well, what if I did give you that left dance, huh? And, uh, yeah. Ryan, take it away. I... <laughs> And then the, the lap dance ensues. Yeah. We get a little... And it lasts, what'd you say, about three minutes? Yeah, three or four yeah. minutes of listening to Down in Mexico from the coaster. Yeah. And, uh... Right, right. And and as we were watching, Diana was uh, questioning the definition of lap dance. Like, I'm not sure I knew what a lap dance was. And then she actually, like, after after more tension building, does wind up in the proximity of his lap. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, yeah. that's more it's like more of a yeah. strip tease. Yeah, yeah. Right. See, see Diana uh-huh. <laughs> through yes. through lap dance etiquette. You know, <laughs> oftentimes they start on the stage for a little bit, and then you know, twenty bucks later, then they might start working their way towards the lap region. She's uh, getting screwed. She's doing this for a poem and a I beer, the... a Shinerbach. <laughs> yeah, Shinerbach. Which the point is. It, it... <laughs> The point is, if you don't like a slow burn, you are watching the wrong movie. Oh, yeah. I... Oh, I'm sorry. You're watching a Quentin Tarantino movie. What? I will direct you to the Michael Bay portion of the theater. <laughs> well, that's just louder. Yeah, right. Just follow, follow the weird noises and explosions. <laughs> ah, the moon's falling. That's right. It happened. So, uh, so yeah, then we get the weird uh, jump edit cut or whatever. <laughs> and uh, it's time to leave. Everybody's out in the parking lot going their separate ways. And uh, Stuntman Mike goes off to, you know, drop Pam off at her house or whatever. Oh, and sorry, but before that, there was, uh, there was like, the, the parking lot conversation that uh, oh, yes. about about whether yeah. Stuntman Mike was too creepy to drive. That actually set up what would become a lovely running gag for us later, as, as like, they're talking about him, and, and Kurt Russell just standing in the background, and so, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which we both found quite amusing. Within. Yeah, and, and, I, and I will point out now, um, it's just, like, I can't... I can't really fathom because Rose McGowan clearly wearing this incredible ultra blonde wig. Yeah. Uh, you know, counter to the what she was, you know, looking like in Planet Terror, which is kind of interesting. But the whole time I'm watching Sydney Poitier and all these other girls and I'm just like, "Dear God, are we really supposed to believe that Rose McGowan who looks, you know, way more mature is the same age as like Sydney Poitier?" And then I looked it up and I'm just like, Holy shit, Sonny Poitier is aging so well. They're the same age. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I thought that there was probably like a good, like, these girls feel very like 23. Yeah. And, then, like, yeah. and they're like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Then, when when she's down. talking about like, oh, yeah, in high school or junior yeah. high or whatever, she was giving me yeah. shit. I'm like, so this is five years ago, 20 years ago? How long we hold right. on to this? You know? Yeah, I'm so confused. But when I looked up that they were the same age, it's like, damn. That's Hollywood. That's what you said. Well, that was what you tried to say, and then mm. I punched you. Yes. <laughs> that show. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and so, so what ensues after Pam gets into the car, now do you understand why this whole, like, let's have 
uh, random men come with a drink and a right. Yeah. Oh, well, and that I oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. Well, we also got to talk about where he talks about his car a little bit because you know Pam's checking yes. it out yes. like this scary looking thing. Like, oh yeah, and this car is one hundred percent death proof. What is that? red flag number one? Yeah, yeah, right. No, okay, number that's red flag number one. Red flag number two: the seat is not attached. Yep. Red flag number three: where's the seatbelt? It's a tractor seat. That's red flag number three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, he, he explains at least a little bit like, oh, yeah, it's reinforced so I could drive this into a brick wall at 125 miles an hour and walk away from it. Oh, yeah, the seat's not here because this is where the camera goes when I get the shot from inside the car, you know. I mean, look. Uber's not a thing in 2007. I, I was actually going to say yeah. that for you people who look like you are the age of Sydney Poitier, <laughs> there is no Uber. Too early for Uber, too late for taxis, apparently. Yeah. yeah well, it's, yeah, middle of Texas. Yeah, it's, it'd be expensive. It's Austin. Probably. You can yeah. get a taxi in Austin. Maybe, <laughs> but I, I wouldn't know how to get one. <laughs> you have to phone one and they'd like wait for 45 minutes while they drive out to you, probably. Wait for 45 fortune, minutes you know? for them to cancel it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry, that's been my every every time I've ever tried to like call a taxi versus just flag one down. They've always yeah. just never shown up when I call them. They're like, yeah, sorry, they got distracted. Yeah, I picked someone else along the way. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> like, as far as I can tell, taxis never come and dads never come. That's why Uber's <laughs> a thing. Fucking right? taxi companies. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so then, uh, you know, he, he sets up the quote unquote passenger seat for her and he's like, all right, here we go. And then, uh, we get the first incident of Kurt Russell looking at the screen and giving the Burt Reynolds smile to the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, he's like, all right, so we go left or right, right. Ooh, that's too bad. Cause there's about a 50, 50 chance, but, uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to be scared immediately. Cause we're going left. <laughs> Yeah, and, and I actually have, like, vivid memories of that scene when I first saw it in the theater because, like, everything I knew about Grindhouse was just, like, the concept of the, like, oh, it's a retro theater double uh, double feature experience. And I intentionally went in knowing, like, nothing about the actual plot of the film. So oh, I didn't know okay. Planet Terror was going to be about zombies or whatever. So I, I went into this, like, as blind as possible. I had only the cues on screen that, that it appeared thus far that there was something creepy going on with Kurt Russell. I didn't know that he was going to be a murderer. I didn't know it was going to be that kind of, you know, I mean, you can make some educated guesses that there's going to be some violence at some point. And this is where we put Amazon on blast because their little paragraph that says what this movie is about. It's just like the, what's happening in the second half of the movie, um, basically saying exactly what Kurt Russell's character is. And I'm like, well, that just... Why don't you just blow from dust till dawn too while you're at it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I was very much in Rose McGowan's shoes in that moment when he said you're going to have to start getting scared right away. I was like, oh shit, he's, he's a, a killer or something. So yeah, that's like. Wait, are you talking about from dust till dawn to Texas sugar magic or whatever the uh, Texas blood I money? Realized, I actually realized after it came out of my mouth, I went, I, I meant from dust till dawn. The, also, the second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah okay. The interquote. <laughs> By the way, I think there's also a third one. So. Texas oh yeah, and there money. was a TV series. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Robert Patrick is in the third one with Kelly Kapowski. Uh, he's in the second <laughs> one. <laughs> Kelly Kapowski's in one of those. I believe so. I haven't seen the. I I bought the second one for a dollar back when a blockbuster was going out of business. So Woo! <laughs> I've got it somewhere, but yeah, I haven't seen it in a while. Uh, so yeah, anyway, yeah. 
So yeah, Kurt peels off in the death proof car and is just whipping around back and forth. And, uh, you know, Pam, she's like, <laughs> funny joke. If you just pull over and let me out, I'll just, I won't tell anybody, I swear. <laughs> and then he just fucking slams on those brakes. She hits the fucking windshield or like, you know, the, the dashboard yeah. and falls down in a flump. And then he basically just leans over and like watches her die. Mm. Yeah. Very creepy. Very creepy. And then he just kind of sits up, straightens his hair a little bit, and he's like, Now it's time to catch my girlfriends. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so then we cut to the girls driving out to Lake LBJ. We got Mm -hmm. a good old weed provider, Lena Frank, driving. And then the three main girls, uh, Arlene, Jungle Julia, and uh, Shanna. Yeah. We got Jungle Julia with her leg out the out the window and I'm like, Well, this is gonna be pretty <laughs> and, That just, well that just makes me uncomfortable in general. You heard me talk about seatbelts earlier. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, but uh yeah, then uh Mike, you know, pulls past him in the car and they're just kinda like, Whatever, we're a little too drunk to pay attention or whatever anyway and I know that, that that scene, like someone driving that aggressively at night and, and passing you at that rate, that would scare the crap out of me like even before the the, the serial killer stuff happens, you know? So how many shots of Jaeger do you have to be in for that not to be the case, right? <laughs> um, don't think I've ever gotten that high. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. no. But, uh, yeah, yeah. You see him pull past, like, you know, 120 miles an hour or whatever. And then he uh, flips around there on the highway, cuts out the headlights, revs a little bit, goes right at him. You get the little tense, like they're listening to, uh, uh, what was the band? D, Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mitch, and Titch. Oh, yeah. Not Pete. And Pete. Well, no. Oh, not potentially Pete. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that's the, and that's the part where I said, oh, Tarantino, just, just stop jizzing all over this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, wait, it's just about to happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, but, uh, I was there. But uh, yeah, they're going at one another. He, last minute, he flips on the lights, <laughs> crash, and we see it replayed four separate times to watch all four girls die in various horrible ways. Mm-hmm. Correct. And then they throw in a Wilhelm scream for no reason towards Yay! the end. <laughs> wow, I missed that. Oh yeah, it, it was like after after the crash, and it was like ah, like tire squealing, but it was definitely a Wilhelm scream. Oh jeez. <laughs> And then, yeah, we just fade to black. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? Wait! (laughs) We're only about 40 minutes in this movie. (laughs) We fade back to the hospital from Planet Terror earlier in our Grindhouse presentation. Um, And basically, we get exposition from uh, Sheriff McGraw, played by uh, Michael Parks. Uh, Basically, he's he's talking to his his number one son, the deputy or whatever. And Pop, what do you think? Well, I think this guy murdered him. He's uh, stalking him and... uh, but I got no proof because he was stone sober. The DA says there's no crime here. I suspect it was some sort of sex thing, and he probably just shot his goo <laughs> while taking yeah. those four girls' lives at yeah. once. And that's about when Diana chimed in with uh, Diana. Do you want to? No, I don't remember. So go ahead. Oh, that's just when when she said uh, she wanted to hear stuntman Mike shouting from his hospital room. I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, shit, oh my great. god, that would have been so good. <laughs> I know you can hear me, you some bitch, or you know. <laughs> well, the, well, the tough part was is that um, we we had paused it at this point because uh, I, I needed a snack, but also like I was thinking, okay, there's no crime here, 
So we start talking about like physics and like, you know, vectors and, and how like if this is going at, you know, they weren't going that fast, but say they were going 80. I assume it would be like no problem. He was going 120. So Ryan was telling me that's about the same thing as like, uh, you know, hitting a brick wall at 120 miles per hour. But I'm like, yeah, but you have this twisted metal thing of, you know, death. Right. And we were talking, yeah, because because Sheriff McGraw dropped, a, a, he mentioned 200 miles per hour in passing and was like, was he being figurative or was that yeah. actual? Yeah. Triple? Two yeah. tons of metal, twisted metal at 200 miles an hour like yeah they're going 81 direction he was going 120 like i, I, I can see yeah, that happening yeah. yeah and then and the next aspect of that was is this a sexual thing is he is this sexual is this you know is he a sociopath i don't think so because he's getting you know pleasure out of this you uh, know? diana why what? do we do anything uh <laughs> for money uh, well okay good point but he was but he wasn't getting any money out of it no, I know. Well, we never find out about his insurance situation, but uh... sure. Well, that's well, that's that's kind of the thing, though, is that you've got I don't know, Steve. A man was talking and making excellent points. I had to somehow make it reality. I know, right? <laughs> uh, these these Tarantino fantasy movies. <laughs> Sheriff making excellent points. Don't worry, we followed this movie up with a fuck the police movie. <laughs> yeah, we sure did. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, but yeah, basically long and short of it, he's like, well, I can't punish him for something I can't prove, but I'll be damn sure if he's going to be in the great state of Texas. <laughs> and then well, we, that's... and then we got the title card, Lebanon, Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's like 14 months later or whatever. And, uh, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. This is the, uh, the black and white scene where we see him like pulling up yep. into a gas station and, uh, we see, uh. A nice little 69 Charger or whatever coming up with uh, with some ladies in it. Ooh, hello. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that made me get uh, this girl in cheerleader outfit talking about making out with a guy that kind of sounds like some sort of uh, rough trade stuff. Like, oh, he was holding my neck. And yeah. Just, uh... Which, by the way, they seem like high schoolers at this point, correct? I mean, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't help that she was wearing a cheerleader yeah. outfit. Yeah. Right. I was so confused because again, too old. Yeah. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, so we're introduced to Lee, who's uh, playing the cheerleader. Uh, basically, we find out that they're from a movie set, and Lee is the actress yeah. playing a cheerleader. And uh, did they ever say the name of the movie? No. I, I know they mentioned like a uh, Three Kicks to the Head Part Three, but that was uh, for a past story. Yeah, that was the past the the movie they'd already done. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. They talk about the movie when they're talking with Jasper. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Is it a cheerleader movie? What's that? <laughs> is that like a, a porno? Cheerleaders? Yes, yes, it is. We're <laughs> <laughs> no, on that later, but uh, but yeah. <laughs> and we're, the the girl driving the car, Kim. She uh, we find out she's a stunt woman, dressed yeah. in all camo. Yes. And in the back, we have Abernathy, played by Rosario Dawson. Yeah. Uh, I think she's like hair and makeup or something, right? Yes. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, they're stopping the gas station, getting the the, the Red Bull, sugar free Red, Red Bulls and vodka. And vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, okay, we get the scene where I don't know Lee's listening on her singing along on her iPod to a song they were singing at the uh, the bar earlier in the movie. Yeah. So, you know uh-huh. why why pay for two songs when you can pay for one? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know Abernathy's just kicked out again, feet hanging out the window as she's sleeping in the back seat. Yeah. And uh, Stuntman Mike goes uh, wandering on over and drops his keys to see if anyone reacts, like anyone's paying attention. Nope. Diana, what's he do? So the first thing he does is he slowly starts to 
uh, caress Rosario Dawson's Abernathy's feet and nothing, nothing there. She's wearing an eye mask, by the way, which Mm. is smart when you're trying to sleep off a hangover while you're, you know, being driven in a car in the daylight and then nothing, no reaction whatsoever. So it's just like, okay. And he licks her feet. Ew. Yeah. And still, just like, that's when she, like, oh, God, what the, oh. what the fuck? And, and he's then, like, oh, there are my keys. Oh, my thank keys. you, God. Gets in the car and just fucking peels out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. By and, the way. Oh, my God. And, and, and totally loudly, you know, you know, peels out of there really fast. And then you've got Lee, you know, doing the whole, like, pinky, you know, tiny dick, you know, conversation there. And it's just like, yeah, but also just like, don't drive that way. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so somehow Stuntman Mike has found another group of, yep. at this point, three, soon to be four girls uh, of various ethnicities who are talking about not laying a guy with one of them being for, in from out of town. He's a very specific type. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why it takes him 14 months yeah. to, well, fi- to find part, part of that was him recovering in the hospital. That's what I thought, yeah. too. Well, so, uh, but, but, Rebuilding the car. But they also mentioned that, like, hey, he got hurt. He had, like, a broken wrist or something. And I'm like, okay, so he's out of there in, like, three days or okay. whatever. But, yeah. yeah, but you still got to, like, you know, what is that, like, 12 weeks of, of physical therapy... I think that's a broken clavicle. He's a stunt man. Yeah, he's probably broke his clavicle <laughs> he, before. He was on set later that week. Yes. <laughs> but I'm wondering if the end of the movie is a cautionary tale of why you should do the full instructions that your doctor provides you when you're healing. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. Maybe that never would have happened if he had, you know, done his his uh, exercises. There you go. Um, so yeah, the scene continues for some reason. Uh, no, um, <laughs> they get in their stuff inside. Uh, Lee wants a lore magazine for some reason. The guy behind the counter is like, "Hey, how about Italian Vogue? Uh, Twenty-seven dollars, whatever. Who gives a shit?" Um, Don't forget Abernathy's phone going off, and it's the uh, I can't remember what it was, but I used to have it on on my um, it's the listening device yeah. at the time. It was uh, from uh, Kill Bill. Yep, the whistle song from Kill Bill. Nope. Yep. Damn right. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, still on my cell phone. Don't care. Because <laughs> it's good. Oh yeah, it's distinctive. That's for sure. <laughs> Not to mention, it's better than if she had the other one. Although that would probably get me to my phone faster. Yeah. Right? Everybody knows that's, that's for a text message. Exactly. You use that for your alarm. Get you up in the morning. Right? Steve... I will have to. Oh, good. I was going to say, Steve used to have the uh, Kill Bill whistle song for his. Oops, still do. You just never have it have the volume turned on. So, you know. Are you sure? That's so funny. Oh, uh, that's right. Rockford Files. files. Uh, that may be on there now. That's right. <laughs> Well, I need to caution you about making that into your ringtone because I have friends who will text me three or four times in a row. And I used to do the the uh, the Muppets, Manamana. It got very old very quickly. Oh, so. I, I, I've got the Mario coin noise for text messages. Oh, hell yeah. I used to have Yoshi. Yes, I have uh, from Pokemon, Clefable's call. <laughs> I have since moved over to uh, what we do in the shadows, Laszlo's bat. Bat. <laughs> uh, ringtones, guys. So <laughs> Check them out. If you're in 2007. 
Yeah, so uh, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, we get uh, this nice little scene of them uh, at the airport and some guy just taking pictures of them for a couple of minutes as they're, you know, walking along in the parking lot. And you can literally hear Quentin Tarantino saying stuff like, got it! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get those feet. You know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically three day weekend. They're picking up their friend Zoe, Zoe Bell at the airport, legendary stunt woman. Woo! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, she's she's amazing. Her and Rosario Dawson are a pair. I would not have guessed, and they they fucking crush it. So okay, they're so good together. So we'll talk about it now. The second group of women far more entertaining than the first oh, group, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Much more charis- yeah. much more charisma of, yeah. in one of them than the entire other group. Yeah. For some reason, and I and I'd mentioned this before, uh I one of the things that like felt really inaccurate, you know, like obviously a man wrote this for women and it was I refer to it as the ball busting that they all do. Yeah. But I will say that the second group, for some reason, there is more care in the ball busting with one another. Yeah. 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 If it's yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like Jungle Julia is just like, hey, I'm going to make you have to deal with this shit from a whole bunch of men approaching you. Yeah. Whereas, you know, with this instance, it's just like, uh, you know, you should not be fucking that guy. Yeah, the, the first group of women, they're just more, like, kind of bitchy at one another, where these ones are right. more like, you know, they're past references, friends. like, remember that time that you did this yeah. stupid shit? And they're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we're still together, We, you know. Oh, well, yeah, and also those stories are pretty great, though. We, we have to find out why she's Zoe the Cat. That's right. right. Oh. oh, but first, oh, we hear about uh, how, uh, you know, what's what's the dish, girl, about on-screen romances? You know, Zoe Bell wants in. <laughs> and they talk about the electrician named Bruce who looks like The Rock, uh, but also goes by Toolbox or something. I don't know. <laughs> I think the Toolbox was one guy. Yeah. The Rock was another guy. It was guy. another guy? Oh, yep. okay. Yeah, yeah, because, oh, okay. uh, yeah, the, the actress is, uh, what's her name again? Lee. Lee, Lee is dating Toolbox. And right. yeah, uh, Rosario Dawson was uh, was involved with The Rock. Yeah, just like her name Bruce, but then hooked up with like the director. Or yeah, whatever. we got some. <laughs> but then the director was banging the uh, the stu- uh, stand-in for Daryl Hannah or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> on her birthday. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, wait. Did he know it was your birthday? Well, he got me a present and a card, and he came to my party. Well, what was the oh. present? <laughs> It was a mixtape. Oh, oh and I'm like, no, no, that no, guys, come on. A, hey, not a mix CD. Yeah. <laughs> what era? Again, we were talking about what era is this? Yeah. Oh, by the way, they also mentioned. Oh yeah, we have a lot of people that uh, look like uh, real actors on set. There's a guy who looks like The Rock. A guy who looks like Nicolas Cage. And I'm like, oh, Dr. Fu Manchu. <laughs> Are they filming Werewolf Women of the SS? And they're not telling me. <laughs> Is Daryl yes. Hannah part of it? Yeah. I mean, she could be the head of their uh, their pack. That's true. Oh yeah, she could be. I mean, Sherry Moon Zombies in the trailer. Maybe Daryl Hannah is like the uh, the Ilsa that comes out towards the anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll get Werewolf Women at the SS around the same time we get Congo Two Amy's War. Woo! <laughs> what happens from here? Oh, yeah, we got the story about Zoe the Cat. Where they're on the set of uh, Three Kicks to the Head Part 3 or whatever. And uh, Abernathy nearly fell in a ditch. Uh, and they were a little drunk. And so we did. Seven which, foot ditch. Yeah, seven foot ditch. And 
But Zoe didn't. She was just fine. Landed on her feet. Yep. Anyone else would have broken something or died, but she always lands on her goddamn feet. (laughs) And then we're introduced to the the fifth character. Uh, Diana, who's Roscoe? shit who's roscoe wait roscoe yep yeah. oh you uh it's a uh, kim's uh kim's gun that she keeps in her little uh, oh, oh right yes. okay yes oh right oh i forgot it had a name yeah so um, <laughs> i've yeah, seen so this, this movie once happen- twice guys i'm not gonna lie gotcha, gotcha. right right yeah so this is happening at the they're at a restaurant at this point right yeah, I, I was trying yeah. to remember if the zoe the cat conversation happened in the car or the restaurant right uh that happened at the restaurant yeah yeah, yeah. and this is all happening in uh I, I, I didn't go back to double check, but I think that whole scene was done in a single take. It seems like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or they're just like kind of rotating the steady cam around the, the circumference of the table. And uh, yeah, and it's very much like kind of that decade's uh, version of the, the Reservoir Dogs diner scene. Right. Except longer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and I, I do love it. So I, I guess Diana and I have a, dis- have a sort of disagreement of opinion about this because I, I just, I'm kind of in awe of, of Quentin Tarantino's like unnatural ability to take a, a dialogue scene that has no business being as long or as slow as it does and just like somehow makes it work in a way that no other human director could. And, and it's... And and this is you know maybe not as iconic as like the Reservoir Dogs diner conversation, but it, I do love how like setting up uh, setting up Roscoe that that Kim is carrying a pistol. It is just burying that like miles deep. Yes. Like it, it is. Just... <laughs> Talk about yeah, burying. It, it's the casually lead. mentioned as we're hearing also background about Zoe and mm-hmm. like you know who just entered uh-huh. the movie. And then uh, yeah, it's like yeah, it's like the most subconscious Chekhov's gone in in all of cinema. You know, it's like yeah. so Tarantino's gone. Yeah. Um, and I genuinely thought like, oh my god, are we actually going to get through the whole first scene and no one's going to come up to her and and, and and say a poem type of thing? <laughs> and then Mike does it. I'm just like, oh yeah, okay, it's starting to come back to me now. <laughs> so yeah, but the funny thing is though is that Ryan, according to you, it's just like you know, a director, you know, this has no business being in this movie, and he makes it work. See, that's where you and I differ. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you didn't think it worked? <laughs> yeah. I didn't think it worked in the movie, but that's not to say that it wasn't, you know, excellent craftsmanship. Yeah. There's, I'll take it. There's yeah. definitely fat to be trimmed if you're looking for a lean steak. <laughs> like, if you want a 90-minute movie, it can be done very easily. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The same can be said for, like, Pulp Fiction. Believe me, I've seen mm-hmm. it on television. I know a lot can be trimmed off. <laughs> right. He's seen on Utah um, television. That's right. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes of movie and, like, an hour of commercials. That was basically <laughs> Yeah. Or or in the uh, the other side of the coin, Love Actually just cut out the complete, you know, storyline where they're nude the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. See, there's see, plenty of storylines left, you know. Yeah. yeah, cut it down to the main three or whatever. You're, you're still going to go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. And, and the other, uh, just my other note that I wrote down from, from that scene, it, it simply reads, I love New Zealand accents. So I got a story about that one. <laughs> so oh, yeah. because of this movie, I got a job. All right, I, I, I think I think it played very uh, played a lot into getting a job because of watching this movie once or twice and uh, you know knowing how Zoe Bell speaks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was doing a job interview uh, when the Clark was opening and the director of sales or whatever out there. I noticed, oh, you sound a lot like Zoe Bell. Uh, yeah, I didn't say it's right, but like, oh, she sounds like Zoe Bell. 
are you from New Zealand? Are, are you a Kiwi? Mm-hmm. You know, thinking like 50-50 chance I'm going to get punched in the face for calling sure. an Aussie a Kiwi <laughs> right, or whatever. Yeah. But she's like, oh, yes, I am. I don't know. I'm like, oh, excellent, excellent. You know, Kiwi accents. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, uh, super inside baseball. Super inside. <laughs> just, I'm just trying to imagine you call her a Kiwi. Turns out that's a slur. Yeah, like, the fuck did you just call me? <laughs> and then guess what? Steve still got the job because he's the best. No. Uh, <laughs> No, but uh, but yeah, but so, so they yeah, so they bring it up like, well, what do you want to do when you're here in the states, Zoe? Okay, here's what I want to do. I want to drive a, a American muscle car, 1970 Dodge Challenger, fucking white. Like I'm like, oh, Kowalski, vanishing point. Yes, fucking vanishing point. You know, blah blah blah. <laughs> and they're like, oh yeah, gee, I I mean, we could probably talk to you know Transport about getting one of those. And she's like, ah. Oh, Already got in Kev, right here in Lebanon, Tennessee. Some guy's selling one. Look at it. Here's the picture and everything. And I'm like, what are the fucking odds? <laughs> well, I'm assuming that that became her must-do when she saw that listing. Yeah, maybe. Like, oh, you guys are in <laughs> Lebanon, Tennessee, you say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, when yeah. we went to Iceland, we were like, we will not leave Iceland before we hit a hot spring. We did not say that about southern Utah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and also I think she mentioned she had, like, subscribed to that newspaper and had it mailed to her in New Zealand, like, a month ago, which has been watching classified ads ever since, so. Oh, I nice. love someone who's a planner. Right? Like Stuntman Mike? Oh, shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Meticulous, you might say. Yeah, uh, yeah and then uh, was there Lee's like, what, what's Vanishing Point? And I'm like, oh, wait, <laughs> this is literally 99% of people. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, some people don't even know Viggo Mortensen starred in Vanishing Point remake in the late 90s. What? Oh, people don't what? know that? <laughs> in fact, I think that was his last movie before becoming uh, uh, Aragorn or whatever in that, uh, oh, that, that nerdy elf movie. <laughs> that nerdy I, elf I... movie. <laughs> Well, when they said Vanishing Point, I'm just like, Ryan, was that one of the the movies that Stuntman Mike said he was on? And I was like, yes, that, and also the, the one with the rhyming title, I forget. The, the Virginian sure. and Vegas. There, there were a lot of these he was throwing in. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they talk about, yeah, Vanishing Point, Dirty Mary, Crazy Larry. and That one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, also a good one. I think, uh, I believe Peter Fonda is the lead in that one. But yeah, it, it's a pretty good little flick. I'd say check it out. Um, but like, oh, and they're like, oh, but you've seen Pretty in Pink, right, guys? Here's where here's where the twist is. Steve has never seen Pretty in Pink. Neither has Izzy. Or Sixteen Candles. You're okay. Yeah, right. Although I love Weird Science and uh, you know Adventures and Babysitting and stuff, but I don't know. Maybe it's just Molly Ringwald. I don't care for. I don't know. Now, Diane, I believe both those movies are in the Happily Ever Aftermath archives. Yes. There's definitely uh, Sixteen Candles as part of our Cusack run. Uh, pretty in pink definitely because we had a wonderful guest on uh, Elisa when we had met for the first time we were in the hotel that pretty in pink did the prom scene so I know this is all important like I'm trying to do the pretty in pink version of that of what you're talking about with the cars and managing points yeah it's basically the the 1970 Dodge Challenger of hotels oh Oh. like the Madonna Inn yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) coming this month that's right (laughs) Uh, yeah so then uh you know, we cut to the farm and they're meeting with uh, Jasper, the uh, young hillbilly gentleman who's... Uh... <laughs> okay, Jasper, uh, 
if if you if you've seen an Adam Sandler movie in the nineties and two thousands, you know the guy playing Jasper. He's the <laughs> you Bobby Boucher. <laughs> okay, thank you for that yeah. because I'm trying to say like, why do I have this vision of him? But in my brain, he was saying, "My name is Buck, and I'm here to fuck." I'm like, that's not no, right. That's, that's, not that's right. a different guy. But yeah, that's a different guy. That's not. That's wrong. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Basically, he's. Uh... Wait, wait, wait. I thought he was. Uh... The, the guy who was paying Buck. Was that also a different actor? Yeah, no, that is the same actor. Yeah, he, he yes. does pop yeah, okay, up in you. that scene with Buck. But yeah, yeah. Okay. He's so, not himself Buck, yeah. Okay, so he's in that scene? Yes. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah, he's the customer, you might say. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That's Kill Bill Volume 1. <laughs> uh, also a good movie. Oh, okay. So I didn't imagine it, but it, just the lines were wrong. Yeah. But yeah, basically, Welcome we, we get a whole uh, back thing where uh, Zoe takes Kim aside and is like, Okay, I just I don't just want to test drive this car. I want to play ship's mast. And of course, Kim's like, "Oh hell no, 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 no!" You no, said no, we no. would never do that never, again, never, that never ever, ever again. Yeah. So after negotiations are made, and basically uh, Zoe becomes Kim's backcracking slave, and again, foot massage <laughs> slave or whatever. <laughs> like, come yeah. on, come on, let's tone it back. Uh, you know, this is where it's like, okay, he's just not giving a fuck. Like, <laughs> this is gonna end with a foot massage, right? But, but uh, basically, they, they're like, um, yeah, Abernathy wants into when they're like, hey, it's just going to be two of us. She's like, no, fuck that. I'm going to run this thing, too. I may not seem vanishing point, but I want to feel that muscle car, you know? But uh, Wants to be one of the cool kids. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah. but they're like, oh, they're never going to let, let us all go. And he's like, what if we leave Lee as collateral since she's, you know, just napping in a lawn chair somewhere? <laughs> Yep. And so, uh, awkward. Yeah, we get that nice little nice nice negotiation uh, with <laughs> Jasper, and uh, yeah, they basically honk as they're driving away, like "Have fun, Lee." Lee, this is Jasper. Jasper, this is Lee. Have fun, you two. <laughs> uh, then he just kind of like, not growls, not groans, but definitely makes a noise at her. Yeah, he, he's kind of like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she says, "Gulp." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then they uh, start sh- setting up for ship's mast. Uh, you know, they just parked in the middle of some random country road, apparently, though it's obviously a nice little highway that's shut down. And uh, they're, like, sticking things <laughs> out. And then uh, and then Zoe puts on her stunt woman's jacket, and Kim's like, uh, no, 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 I'm wearing the jacket. And you may be wondering, why are they doing this very specific scene to make sure Zoe's not wearing a jacket? To show she's not wearing a harness! That's right. Because shit's about to go down, everybody. About to get real. So yeah, they uh, they drive off, and uh, Zoe uh, looks in the backseat of Abernathy and is like, "Hey, Abernathy, watch this." And we see her crawl out the window. Oh, first she borrows uh, Abernathy's. Oh belt. yeah, yeah, borrows the belt or whatever. Because oh, uh, no, this is Prada. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So she crawls out the window onto the roof of the moving car that's going, you know, let's say eighty miles an hour down this windy. Yeah country road um and she's on there holding on the belts and stuff so we see zoe bell just riding the top of the car and then she's like nope i'm gonna go onto the hood now and uh <laughs> you know they get the little three tap signal pop, 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 goes down to the hood and she is just fucking spread eagle going down the highway on the hood of the fucking kowalski car and just Woo! living her best life and she's like faster faster bitch and you know <laughs> Abernathy comes up passenger seat to see it and you know oh god this is awesome cut to stuntman Mike looking through his binoculars mm. at the way he's going down the road 
who at that point I had kind of forgotten was even in the movie. Exactly. <laughs> well, because you're just enjoying these lovely ladies, yeah. right? Yep. It really draws you in, yeah. Yep. So he gives a little smile, hops in his death-proof car, peels out, and then just starts uh, coming from behind and just bumping him. And that, that, that little smile is so... Because, like, you'd think it, it just... This is so, like, beyond his wildest dreams, you have to assume. Like, he's stalking these people. He had no idea that, like... She was going to be on the hood of the car. Yeah, right. And it's like, oh, oh, this is kind of shooting the moon with this one. You know? Oh shit! Do you think he was following the vanishing point charger or challenger? It was like oh, eventually some stunt woman from New Zealand is going to no, come. No, I, I don't think he knew they were stunt ladies. <laughs> no, I, no, not at all. Here's the thing: I yeah, think if yeah. he if he realized they were stunt ladies, he would have not done no, it because he's absolutely. a fellow stunt person. Exactly. He was looking. Who's part of the stuntman's code? Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna go deep on this one. I'm gonna guess that part of his pathology is that he needs a bunch of girls that he feels has wronged a man because they didn't put out. Oh, oh, you shit. know what? And they t- technically they follow that too. Yeah, because yeah. that's what they were talking about when he walked up to the car. I was thinking about that when I was just like, wow, how is it that he's managing to get these people who are having the same conversation? Yes, yeah, because he's looking for them. You know, I also wouldn't be surprised if, if like, it can go one of two ways. One, he's looking for a kindred spirit also who would want that car. So if it's another guy, that's somebody he could talk to. If it's a woman, he has to make sure, like, this bitch doesn't deserve this, you know, because, yeah. of course, mm. women cannot have a full appreciation for this kind of thing. They just watch John Hughes movies. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. They did both. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Kurt Russell's like, man, I was almost in Dirty Dancing. I don't know if I can do <sighs> <laughs> I don't know if I can get behind this. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so uh, yeah, he's bumping him from behind. And of course, again, Zoe's just on the hood, holding onto a Prada belt, uh, and just being knocked around. Cars kind of swerving around, and uh, you know, he's pulling up alongside. You want to get hot? Get some grinding on the sides and shit. And, uh, yeah, basically just, uh, you know, like, spin out, more chasing. Like, it's a really intense fucking scene. And then yeah, and this... and then Zoe gets, like, turned around, so she's, like, face yeah. first now on the hood. Like, barely holding on right. to, like, the front grill and, like, with her... Yeah, she feet. loses a grip on, on one belt or both belts and one basically and just then the other. holding on uh, onto, the, onto the bare metal with her fingertips. And, and it... Of course, it should go without saying. This is absolutely a real stunt that's being filmed on a real car, oh, almost set up with the the, the little exchange with uh, Rose McGowan. It's like, oh, you know how those crashes are done uh, CGI? Uh, well, yes, and, <laughs> and, well yeah. Days, so maybe. definitely meant to read between the lines. There was like zero CGI in that, zero harnesses, as you said. Zoe Bell just really is that badass in real life. So well, and the other part of it was Ryan had to point out the physics of this. Where I'm just oh like, yeah, and in the side swiping it, and I'm just like, why? Why, why not just why not just you know stop the car yeah. and then fly <laughs> off in the other way yeah because like, yeah because yeah, the, the the especially with him to the side and not behind the easiest way to evade him would just be to slam on the brakes but which you could do if poor zoe wouldn't go flying toward death yeah. so yeah. Yeah, yeah. so it is interesting that 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 kim is like not only being attacked by this other car but she like is kind of stuck going at that speed she she can only decelerate so so yeah. fast so yeah yeah and then that's when i said physics I forgot about the physics. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, eventually. Oh yeah. And there's also like the uh, passing truck or whatever that all gets ran off the road yeah, and rolls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, that mm-hmm. poor guy had a bad day too. You know? 
Yeah. He's yeah. just adding to his and, death toll now. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And, and the, uh, the the future motorcycle. Oh, yeah, that guy's him. dead. Yeah, totally. That's what I said. I love Ryan was so hopeful. He's like, well, no, no, no. I mean, the door cr- the cr- crumbled that he went in through. I'm like, honey, he's eh. gone. <laughs> I mean, you know, R.I.P. No. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, eventually, uh, yeah, he, um, he hits him in behind, spins out the, the Challenger car with the girls inside. And uh, basically, they they just they don't quite roll, but so he flies off into the weeds, and and uh, yeah, that's the end of that. And Kurt, you know, uh, sorry, Stuntman Mike comes out and he's like, ha, 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 that was fun, ladies. He even gives like the little Bert fourth camera or fourth wall look or whatever breaking, and uh, salute. He's like, well, gotta go. And then we're reintroduced to the fifth character, Roscoe, as Kim pulls him out, Woo! pow, pow, hits him in the arm. Hell yeah. <laughs> Utterly glorious. Right? And, and I love, like, Kurt Russell's been, like, just killing it as this character the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, this is the beginning of him really, like, showing the dimensions of this character. Because yeah. he's just like, oh, <gasps> what? Yeah. <gasps> well, let's see. He hops in the car and, like, drives yeah. off, like, oh, shit. Oh, but he's, like, shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how dare yeah. they fight back, you know? Yeah, and it, yeah, we were saying that, yeah, it's like, it, it does show, like, the, the minutes the tables turn, he is a total wimp and coward, right? Yeah. Like, oh, wait, that's what I, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But then, uh, and the lady stop and they just realize, oh, fucking Zoe. Shit. We gotta, we gotta go get that body or something, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just kind of sitting there for a minute. And like, you see the tears coming down. Like, oh, yeah. Ooh. And then the, possibly the, the best scene. <laughs> go for it, babe. You just see Zoe's head, like, she, like, jumps up out of the bush. I'm fine. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, of course, Zoe the fucking cat, you know. <laughs> And then she comes up and like, who was that asshole? <laughs> you want, want to go get him? And Kim's like, oh, hell yeah. And so Zoe goes and grabs a, a just a random lead pipe oh, or whatever. Oh, they're like, they're like, Rosario Dawson, you have to stay here because we're about to do something. You want to be part of it. And she's like, no, fuck that. Let's go are, kill this she's motherfucker. Like, are you gonna, like, no, let's go kill him. And they're like, alrighty then. She said it. Cue the last race by Jack Nitschke. And yeah, Zoe fucking jumps, <laughs> jumps in the window and rides the car like a joust horse. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's yeah. go. <laughs> she, yeah, she's like straight up like kicking it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> giddy up. Yeah, you may be thinking, all right, we're stunt Mike, stunt man Mike. He's a couple miles down the road or whatever. He's pulled off the side, and uh, he's got his wound, and he is just the whiniest little bitch you've ever <laughs> yeah. seen. By the way, this one hundred percent would be me if I got shot. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's fair. He's, he's but doing... also, I'm not going around murdering people and putting myself in the hospital on purpose. True. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking that the whole time. I'm just like, what is this? This is so counter. Is that the point? Kind of, yeah. Well, you know, just to show he's, he's a bully. He's just a coward inside of his death proof car or whatever. <laughs> was, as soon as he's out, it's, he's. It so much. Owee, owee, owee. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, so while he's going full Nancy Kerrigan or whatever and like taking the whiskey <laughs> bottle and like pouring it on the wound. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Why? Why? Yeah. He had to psych himself up too. You can do you it. Can do you can do it. it. You can do it. Big dick. Remember your training. Right. And then he. Uh... Incidentally, uh, uh, oh, having a whiskey bottle in the glove box is maybe not the best idea for your whole like. Well, I was completely sober. Defense when the when the police come to investigate the crash scene, but I don't know. Yeah, true. Maybe he wasn't a teetotaler anymore. He he had it hidden in the medical kit. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. 
but yeah, he takes a takes a little little shot of it, whatever. And then he notices in the rearview mirror, oh shit, here's Kim coming at full speed. Best spit take in movie history. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we get a nice little chase. Oh, oh, no, that's right. Yeah, Zoe like hops out and starts hitting him in the arm with the pipe. Like, pat, pat, pat. Oh, fuck, why? I'm sorry. You know? Yeah. And I was like both both Kim and Zoe as they're shouting at him. I think they both uh, called him a lunatic, which occurred like given the whole ship's mass situation, it kind of a kind of a glass houses thing. But uh, at least they weren't hurting anyone else. Yeah, you know? I guess. I, mean, I, I still think that Kim would not have been able to see where she was going with Zoe straddled the way she was. Well, it, it, she could see some of it, and I think that's also why she had Abernathy in passenger in case it's like, hey, is there anyone on the right side or whatever? You know, like that kind of thing. Oh. But, gotcha. Okay, that's a little better. Yeah, I mean, she she's a stone woman. She knows what she's doing. I wonder if they discussed uh, having her just drive with her head out the window like Ace Ventura the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, okay. Also, though, Steve, oh, she's a stunt woman. She knows what she's doing. They had that full conversation of, you said we would never do this again. But, but oh, Diana, would if, never she do knew, it. if she knew that she'd be able to be in the fucking Kowalski car, then she would have added a maybe ever. You know, <laughs> oh, and, I, and Diana, I remember you actually did enjoy Kim's response. Like, okay, that actually kind of makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yes, I know. I have been talked into where it's just like you make a compelling point, and I also do want to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yes, yeah, so another they're chasing after stuntman Mike in the car and ramming it from behind, and uh, they run Hunter through. Becomes a... the haunted. Yeah, I love how they drive through that boat, and Abernathy's like, "Was that a boat?" and then uh and then we get the real she's like oh i gotta get you from behind one last time boom as they both go off a fucking ramp onto a goddamn freeway we see a motorcyclist crash into a confederate flag and kill himself we (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of a shock because you're like oh there are all the other cars yeah like up to this point they've just been on these completely abandoned roads and it's like oh shit we're in traffic people do have cars in tennessee who knew yeah yeah oh and i love this scene because every single one of these cars is like the ugliest fucking car from the yeah. from the late 90s yeah. to 2007. It's like a 2002 like, Nissan yeah. Altima or yeah, something like, against like, like a muscle car. These are all handpicked to be the dumbest looking marshmallows up against these just like two like machines of pure sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, then they, uh, the the chase goes on. They go through that drive-in sign where they're playing Scary Movie 4. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> and I'm just like, hmm, was it a nod to that Scary Movie 4 didn't exist? Like, you know, Rocky 7? Oh, it exists. Or whatever. Oh, yeah. No, by that point, yeah, I'm just like, I still don't know when time we are. Yeah. Where? When? <laughs> when? Yeah, but uh, they, they, you know, they keep bumping and grinding on the sides and stuff. And then, uh, you know, they getting one little like little spin out or whatever mike's driving and he doesn't see him he thinks he got away <laughs> suckers oh goddamn time and then we slowly pan up to see they're just on a separate dirt like frontage road or whatever like Woo! right above them praying for no dead end please don't dead end please don't dead end please don't dead end please don't dead end guys it doesn't dead end uh diana what happens well, first of all, the power of prayer. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus then, took the wheel that day. You know? Exactly. And then, then she just, um, she manages to kind of come up right behind him. And then it's just like, you know, working our way to our uh, final confrontation. 
Yeah, it just hits him, yeah, hits him in the back, yep. flips the right death roof card. Spin, spin, spin. Yeah, they pull him out and he just basically ends up in a circle of ass whooping from these three ladies. Oh God, yeah. And it... yes, yes, yes. And I will give credit that like Rosario Dawson was punching him, but she actually showed like, oh fuck, that hurt. Yeah. But still kept it up. And then just kept going with her left fist, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, finish him off the little spin kick or whatever. Yeah. Victory oh, formation for all three ladies. Woo! The end. But wait. Boom. Bam, bam, boom. Bam, bam, boom. <laughs> and they start more. start rolling the credits. We get Chick Habit playing. But then uh Rosario really has to finish this with a fucking curb stomp. <laughs> She really did. Oh, right in the yeah. neck. Yeah, it's like up to that point, it was like, okay, they probably don't have to worry about a, a manslaughter beef with this. And then it just kind of, like, axe kick comes down on the neck. And, and then it's like, oh. It's like, oh, I think he's dead. Right. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah. So, yeah, credits roll. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when you guys watch this in theaters if you stuck around at the end expecting a post credit scene. I remember. Well, I I would always stick around anyways at the end because this was like before I, Iron Man and all that bullshit. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, before a lot of that, basically. Well, it was also Diana has a code. She always stays to the end of the credits, right? except for Lord of the Rings: Return of the King, because yeah. I really had to pee. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, a couple things I noticed this time watching the credits till the end. Uh, Buddy Joe Hooker, legendary stuntman, was stuntman Mike's uh, driving double. Yeah, uh, we we mentioned him uh, earlier this month in the movie Hooper, who is basically it's based on Buddy Lee Hooker in a way, or, or Buddy Joe Hooker. Sorry, or, or I'm sorry, Buddy Lee Hooker is the father, Buddy Joe Hooker is the son. Sorry, there we go. Sydney Poitier. And there's also a exactly. special thanks to friend of the podcast Brian Trenchard Smith in this movie. Hey, because you know he makes movies like this. Let's be real. <laughs> But the reason I was sticking around till the end, every single time, expecting this to happen. What happens when they drive the car back to Jasper and, uh, you know, yeah. they've left That's... Lee as collateral. And uh, right? I, I want to know where the movie right. goes from there. <laughs> Brian, do you remember what you said? I, I, I said, uh, I, I'm pretty sure one of them actually is going to have to have sex with Jasper now. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, so, somebody's yeah. getting a handy. Yeah. <laughs> well, my my perspective of that, I'm like, do you think the studio will buy this car for you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for them or anything to that. They're they're, they're going to start pooling assets to you know, like, hey, right. what's it going to take, Jasper? Uh, sure. Or <laughs> check this out: the sequel coming soon, Lee and Jasper's Wild Ride, because. When they were hanging out, I think Lee and Jasper eventually got to know each other a little bit, yeah. hit it off a little bit, you know. She she really uh, being a being an actress and being around just fake people all the time. She really enjoys his uh, down hominess. Yeah, and uh, we, he likes her ass. Jasper's an artist. He, 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 she invites him into the home, sees that he makes these beautiful landscapes and stuff like that. That's how he makes a living, not selling muscle cars. That was that was his dad's car, and you know, it was very close to him. Him and. It, him and his dad is a lot of weekends camping and blah 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 and uh she decides she doesn't want to be an actress anymore and so they go on uh, wild adventures Woo! you know <laughs> let's say bounty hunting there we go that works <laughs> anyway and the, yeah they could take i mean they still drove up in a pretty cool muscle car in its own right so he probably wants to take a spin oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. he's know? basically like yeah. so th- this is my charger now 
right? Uh, right, yeah. Right, I can, I can definitely see that. Wait, so, Steve, I'm sorry, I missed it. When did they fall in love? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 right it was about the time uh, Stuntman yeah. Mike was doing a spit take when he was presenting his... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, across te- the county lines or whatever, he was presenting her with, uh, uh, you know, he was drawing her like one of those French girls or whatever. <laughs> I mean, she may be in an Italian Vogue, so maybe that's it. What if he has a copy oh, sh- of Italian Vogue? He, oh. he, he, that's it. That's it. He's got like a whole section. He's like an up and coming fashion designer or something like that. Like, this is how I make money. All those Frenchies Wait, really like these nice little taffeta dresses. He's got to sell the car to fund his upcoming venture. That's right. <laughs> Hillbilly chic. He contains I call it Derelique. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, guys, that's uh, that's death proof. Uh, Diana, would you recommend it? I I cautiously recommend this to people who know what they're getting into when it comes to a deliberately paced movie. But uh, on on rewatch, you know, okay. So Ryan and I were talking about this. Some of my favorite movies are ones that I didn't appreciate on the first time, but I've come to appreciate some movies more on the second round. But I ain't got time to watch a second time when I didn't really like it the first time. Uh-huh. So there is a lot to enjoy. Uh, know what you're getting into, and I'm actually curious if like people need to watch the thirty or the ninety minute version to get into it. I don't know. Cautiously recommended. Mm. Excellent, uh, Ryan. How about you? Uh, similar. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie on on both viewings. Uh, probably with, with less reservation than Diana. But uh, yeah, before I recommended it, I would say like, I, I would recommend it to a person who has seen one or more Tarantino movies, knows what they're getting into, and would be okay watching what I can only describe as a very Tarantino movie. <laughs> right. The uh, O.D. Tarantino. The, 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 essential, the, the essential oil of Tarantino. Yeah, like th- this is the movie he makes when like there's a fun gimmick and he doesn't have to worry so much about it uh, being like being, being being like yeah commercial appeal. Yeah, you know? so this yeah. is this movie is for Tarantino. Yeah, his yeah. target oh, audience fun. is him. Yeah. <laughs> so, so similar to the way a View to a Kill is the most James Bond movie. Yeah. You would recommend this if you're a Tarantino fan. Yeah, I say definitely watch a cu- a, at least one, possibly multiple uh, Tarantino movies, but. The first half of this movie is rough. I am not even going to try and pretend. First half is rough. But the second half makes up for it. I I foolishly in the first time I watched it equated the two you know groups of girls as the same, but you're absolutely right, Izzy. There's there's something more about this second group that's and also I again this was 2007. Everyone was wrong in 2007, <laughs> so yeah. I was I, I, I was thinking just like well that's what they get for doing these stupid ass stunt bullshit stuff. What are they doing? Of course they're going to get run over by a serial killer. And now yeah. looking back at it, I'm just like. They can do creepy ass stunts if they want to. I just wish they hadn't done it with someone else's property. Yeah, <laughs> right. That, that, I yeah, think it, that's more yeah. the thing. Like they they need to do it with the vehicle they own. Thank you, yeah. and making sure that everyone is safe to an extent. I mean, Abernathy's on her own in terms of I want to go. I want to be a cool kid. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, I I would love just to read like a, a lengthy critical essay or like scholarly article about this movie because like the the first half of the movie, you're right, it does drag and it does maybe lack for entertainment a bit, but it it worms your way into your subconscious and it it primes you to enjoy the second half of the movie way more without yeah. even realizing it's happening. You yeah, know? it's it's almost the exact opposite of most like 
Grindman, like Grindhouse movies that it's trying to be where the, everything's front loaded because they don't know if they're going to have enough film mm. to really put it together and <laughs> yeah. film an ending. But <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of like the opposite of that it, it, in that aspect. But as someone who's seen this movie a bunch of times, like everything, like even the longer conversations, like, yeah, you can short them down, but there's definitely things that have to be planted. Like, like Roscoe has to be mentioned for him to be pulled out there after you've forgotten about him and shoot you stun man Mike in the arm and yeah, yeah like mm-hmm. yeah a lot of stuff like that but yeah guys I recommend this movie I yeah. but but then again I I, I love car movies <laughs> I do <laughs> how how are you on all the other Tarantino movies yes no oh yeah middle I, I, look my my least favorite Tarantino movie is probably Hateful Eight and I've seen the extended version that was on Netflix there that's like four and a half hours long or whatever it's it's still like an eight like like i dig it we we did the the extra special uh what was it 70 millimeter the the roadshow uh release oh, uh, yeah. the, the theatrical tour with which i believe also was the super extended version we uh it was a it was a birthday present to him where thank I'm you like, diana honey i will sit through this shit with you thank you i love you <laughs> they handed out programs and like explained who all the characters were and the best part there was an intermission so i could pee <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, but no, it makes sense. And it's just like, I, I, Ryan may have said it before on previous podcasts, like I loved Tarantino when uh, we, he and I first met. Apparently I kind of gave you like the nudge to watch more Tarantino. I'm not going to say I introduced you to Tarantino because that's ridiculous. Yeah, I think I'd seen Pulp Fiction before I met you, but that was it. And, and you were, I remember I was having conversations about how great Reservoir Dogs was and I can't believe you haven't seen it yet. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and, and so now it's just like, oh my God, like, like I was saying before, you can just feel Tarantino's fingerprints and other uh, fluids all over some of his work now so it's like sometimes it's like is this you know how like charlie chaplin went into a charlie chaplin lookalike contest and lost it's like is this a tarantino movie or is this just going to feel like it's trying to be a tarantino movie thing i think this one does okay but his future stuff like the hateful eight is just like uh, uh no yeah, it, it this is the Tarantino car movie. Hateful Eight's the Tarantino western. Like mm-hmm. Kill Bill's the, the Tarantino wagon. martial arts movie. What's Jackie, Django? Uh, his uh, period piece. No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, not the, the Tarantino slavery movie. His vengeance movie. That's what it is. They're all vengeance movies. I, mean, I was about to say they're all vengeance oh. movies. No, yeah, that's true. the Tarantino slavery movie. Yeah, J- Jackie Brown's the black exploitation movie. I fucking love Jackie Brown, by the way. Like that's that's like number Wait. two on my list, maybe. Like, what's your number one? Like Inglorious Bastards and Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown are like, all right. Th- they're all on an even uh, metals metals pedestal for me. But yeah, <laughs> Django's below uh, below all of those. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, they're all tens okay. <laughs> except for Hateful Eight. No. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so 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 nine and a half. Got it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I, I get that. And in fact, I remember, you know, it, it's like how I don't watch John Wick, where it's just like, Ryan was trying to say to me, it's just like, but no, that's just it, though. You watch people go through all this shit, and then you watch the revenge, and I'm just like, it's not worth it for me. Mm-hmm. So much pain. I get that. I yeah. I enjoy not John my, Wick yeah. because the pain part is so small compared to the vengeance portion of that movie. Mm-hmm. It's basically mm-hmm. just an action movie. Oh, right. Yeah. This this is gonna sound like dismissive, but it, it's it, the his, his pain portion almost doesn't even matter in that movie. It just gets him to the <laughs> yeah. point where he's kicking ass, and less and less in the three sequels, yeah. potentially yeah. spinoff I, series. Like, yeah, yeah. I 
I totally buy it and and Izzy I might have to like find something deep inside me to finally just kind of get through it like flying a plane like being flown in a plane basically where it's like I just got to get past the takeoff but uh I do this for in all fairness I do the same for Disney movies where I'm like this is gonna make me cry I'm not doing it oh no no and and trust me I'm the same way on so many movies I don't want to watch people basically be tortured I can be sad by myself I don't need help being sad <laughs> yeah, Diana still complains about the movie Up. Like I don't like Dude, Up is a hard time, I don't, one. I don't think she ever recovered from that first 5 minutes. Like the whole movie she was just still Wait, it was like, more than 5 moping. minutes long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems like it's a comedy. Exactly. I've seen the first 10 minutes. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about it's a love story. <laughs> well, I'm never watching I Am Legend again. So. <clears throat> oh, uh, nobody should watch I Am Legend again. Nobody. Look, I had a German shepherd named Sam growing up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that one of the movie few movies. lost me. It's one of the Very few movies specific. Steve's just like, fuck that movie. Thank you. Why do I own five I copies? Because everybody decided to get rid of the movie after they bought it and they come up and bargain uh, mystery bags. Oh, no. <laughs> that's true, though. Yeah. Anyway, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. What? Oh, when we come back, I got some fun facts about this movie. Oh, shit. Yes. Bon bien. <gasps> and, of course, what we learned from Thunderbombs Death Proof. <laughs> Thunderbombs. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Galvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey everybody are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays do you like supporting the arts well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Oh, Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at Untidy Venus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Did you ever go on vacation with your family and hope the dance instructor would fall in love with you? No, but I did think a guy with a giant boombox playing Peter Gabriel outside my window in the middle of the night meant true and undying love. Listen to our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, where we revisit these movies and it turns out they weren't the best ideas. What were we thinking? You can find our podcast, Happily Ever Aftermath, on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or your favorite podcatcher. You can also tweet at us at H-E-A-M-C-A-S-T, Heemcast. Sometimes I wish a guy would tie me up with licorice ropes and then he'd spank me and then he would eat the licorice ropes and he would free me and then all of it is happening while um, the Philharmonic is playing Bolero. 
And you're listening to Everything I Learned From Movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those are the greatest ads that have ever added. In the history of adding! Oh my god, she said it! Ah, better be weak! Ah. Oh my god, he said it! <laughs> oh, babe, I don't know about you, I'm a, I'm a little thirsty. I'm still sober. Well, let's change that shit. We have, from Torrey, Utah, just outside of uh, Grand Reef. Escalante, Staircase, and Capitol Reef. Yeah. Etta uh, Place Cider. The Etta Place Dry Hard Cider. Fermented and bottled by Stray Arrow Ranch. Small orchards once dotted the near- nearly every homestead in the Fremont River Valley. Thin soils and cold growing conditions create a unique... Ter- terror? Terror? Terroir? For apples in the orchard. Many of the trees continue to produce fruit. We gather the bounty and produce a very true dry cider. The cider's rich tannin level balances well with smoked meats, cheeses, salamis, and other umami-rich fruits. Umami. Ingredients are apple, yeast, and sulfates. Taste the apple. It is 8% alcohol by volume. Nice. Yeah, we picked this up on uh, our Steve's birthday road trip. Woohoo! Yeah. And, wait, am I doing, I'm yeah. not doing that right, am I? Yeah, it may just be a little different because okay. of the, oh, there we go. There we go. My top. Oh! Maybe. There we go, my top. <laughs> Ooh, that smells like apples. Taste the apples. <laughs> this is a, and yeah, this is a beautiful bottle. Pour. Uh, yeah, super, like a, super clear. Yeah, it looks like a well-hydrated man there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to pour in my glass as well. Oh, oh okay, okay. I, I was like, I almost took the bottle. but. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, smells like apples. Super effervescent. Hold on, Steve, you get some more. Ooh. Yeah, with a white foamy head that dissipates quickly. Uh, yeah, very clear, slightly hazy, just a, the palest touch of yellow. It smells so much like apples, it makes you like salivate. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, soup. Yeah, nice, really dry, but yeah, you definitely get the uh, the apple flavor in there. And mm-hmm. for being eight percent, very sneaky. Very sneaky. Has almost like a champagne mouthfeel. Oh. It's so dry. Yeah, nice, yeah. like a nice brute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is delicious. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, you guys still uh, drinking on your end? Uh, yeah, so, um, Diana, I'd like you to do me a favor. Uh, if you could take a look at this uh, uh, Jaeger shot that I poured myself at the top of the show and just estimate percentage-wise how much of it I've drunk so far. I think you've spilled more than you I think have I, Yeah, I was trying to pick it up just now, yeah. Oh, no, okay, we got to get uh, right in a sippy shot glass. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Save me in paper towels. Tupperware, get on it. <laughs> okay, that, Ooh, no, or, first, or next time you just use one of those little eyedroppers or whatever. Yeah. Oh, like uh, a hamster yeah, water bottle just exactly. so you just lick the ball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My defense, the first spill was when I was pouring, and the second one was just when I was trying to pick it up while making eye contact with Diana. So. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Like a drunk test or something? I'm looking at you. Here's my shot. <laughs> I'm trying to like play off your reaction. Anyway. So uh, do you think I should try to down this in the spirit of the movie? Do it! Right. Shots, shots, okay. shots! Pretend you just got shot Shouldn't in the arm. Shouldn't have even said that. You, okay, you okay, all right, all right. Th- this one's for Kurt Russell. Here we go. Okay, ready? All right. 
He he did. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> He's a bird. Yeah, yeah. Do a shot. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> All right, Ryan. Woo! <laughs> I can't believe that happened. <laughs> he is truly no, a master actually... hunter now. <laughs> <laughs> I was afraid for you. <laughs> You're, you're grinning, but you also look upset. So. Well, you're okay. So. Is he cry- <laughs> Diana, is he crying? He's not. Yeah, because yeah. he's a man. Man, man, man. <laughs> well, the, the important thing is, is that his Dr. Pepper was very close. I'm like, all right, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not sharing my drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep all my liquid death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, would any of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? Ooh, very much so. Fun facts, like super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Oh, she's oh, in it. She's it. I would like those. Excellent. Well, all right, let's go to Rotten Tomatoes. What do we think the critics thought of Death Proof? Woohoo! You want? Uh... You want me? Okay. Um, yeah. So I can definitely see critics recognizing this movie's merits, but also it's definitely a not for everyone. So I'm thinking somewhere south of 80%. And uh, for the for the 70 Dodge Challenger, I'm going to say 70%. Oh, interesting. Uh, my brain thought similar, and so I'm going with 72%. Babe? Oh, man. I'm thinking this is going to be really high or really low, because I'm fig- I think the people who watched it, because not that many people I know like are aware of this one, uh, have really strong opinions. I'm gonna go 95. Wow, 90. Okay. Uh, wow. Diana or no, Brian was closest. 65 percent with the critics, huh. 71 with the audience. So pretty close oh. between the two. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, could not find a budget for this movie, but worldwide huh. gross for Grindhouse was 71.1 million dollars. <laughs> And I'm, mm. if I were to guess the cost of making both Planet Terror and uh, Death Proof, uh, maybe 50, like 20, 25 each, maybe. Okay. Uh, About half of that on cars. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, 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 Planet Terror had a lot more like uh, gore and let's just say actors yeah, in yeah. general. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Jeff Fahey and whatnot. <laughs> Mike, Michael Bean for like two minutes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, Tarantino came up with the idea of Death Proof when he was having a drunken hotel night with friend Sean Penn. Tarantino went wanted to buy a Volvo because, quote, he didn't want to die in some auto accident like the one in Pulp Fiction. And so in regards to the safety of the car, Sean Penn said, well, you know, you can take a car and give it to a stunt team and for like 10, 15 grand, they can death proof it for you. And the phrase death proof <laughs> stuck with him ever since. <laughs> Thank you, Sean Penn. I mean, also, I want to make, I want to write a movie based off of just one conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> a drunken conversation with Sean Penn and Quentin Tarantino. I'm in. <laughs> uh, Zoe Bell does all her own stunts. She insisted on it, of course. Woo! And for those who uh, Zoe Bell, uh, th- this movie basically in general is Quentin Tarantino doing for Zoe Bell what Brian Trenchard Smith was trying to do for Grant Page with the movies earlier this month, where just trying to showcase that, hey, she was, you know, Uma Thurman's stand-in and stunt double or whatever yeah. in, uh, yeah. in Kill Bill, but she's more than that. She's Zoe goddamn Bell, you know. <laughs> How much fun would it have been if Uma Thurman did one stunt in this movie for her? <laughs> oh, shit, if she was the uh, the blonde at the, the bar that just got dumped? Oh, 
and and then also smashed her head in. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just one stunt, one stunt for, for Uma, for Zoe. Oh, they're doing introductions. Like, hi, I'm Stuntman Mike. Hi, my name's Beep. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny we mentioned uh, Jack Burton earlier when uh, uh, Stuntman Mike was doing his uh, John Wayne impersonation because Jack Burton's tank top can be seen hung on the wall of the bar where the first sequence of the film takes place. It is right above Jungle Julia or slightly to the right of the AMI jukebox. Now, is it named the tank top or is it actually the tank top? It's the white tank top with the like rising sun and the samurai thing. Like, Gotcha. I'm actually, well, I'm curious, is like, is it the original or is it like a, oh. a reproduction? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a, an Austin version of Planet Hollywood outside the Alamo Draft House or something. <laughs> sure. And and if I may, uh, it may come up later, but uh, speaking of originals versus reproductions, have, have you heard the story about what Kurt Russell did on the scene of the Hateful Eight with the, uh, with the guitar? Oh, yes. Yes, yes. That, yeah. that it was like actually like an 1882 guitar or whatever. And right. And he smashed the hell out right. of it. Yeah. yeah. And I, I was just telling Diana that like watching uh, Jennifer Jason Lee break character in that uh-huh. moment is, is just delightful. <laughs> yeah. But you, you got to keep it in the damn movie. Yeah. And, and Ryan and I were speculating, is there any behind the scenes footage when Kurt Russell finally figures out that that <laughs> yeah. was an Some, antique? Someone tells him that, yeah. <laughs> I would pay so much money to watch that. You're like, wait, so. what? 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 <laughs> Why would we need a real one if I'm going to smash it? Right. <laughs> you you weren't, you dickhead. <laughs> no, no, we were going to bring in the stunt guitar, you know. <laughs> you know, it's Australians it, for some reason. <laughs> I was about to say. <laughs> and, and, we named, and we named the guitar Zoe Bell. Yeah, exactly. yeah. No, it's, just, it's just Zoe Bell in a guitar costume. <laughs> 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 Zoe Bell, who as in Hateful Eight, <laughs> That's very true. briefly, very briefly. <laughs> Hateful Eight was not my favorite. Yeah, I don't think it was like anybody's mm. favorite. Yeah. No, it was. Um, yeah, no. I yeah, like, like this around. one in Hateful Eight is always like people's least favorite Tarantino movies, and it's like because it. you know you might not like westerns, and you might or <laughs> you might not like uh, the not western a, version of the thing, or you not <laughs> might even not a, like our movies. It's not even yeah. a western version of the thing. It's just mm. so like brutal unnecessarily yes. over and over and over yeah. Yeah. right and it's also in the dialogue of just like brutal dialogue oh, like you're yeah. just you're still talking right everything <laughs> about that movie is brutal and i think that's like sort of the point like the weather's brutal yep. the people yeah. are brutal but i don't need that much brutality <laughs> right well it's a challenging watch yeah and i i need to get back into the whole thing of just like because i always want to root for somebody and in Tarantino movies, I'm just like, I, I need a minute to think about who I'm on a route for. What, the movie's over? Shit. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> it was so close this time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Tarantino movies, this is the only one that takes place completely in chronological order and without flashbacks. Oh, shit. Oh. Wait, wait. D- does it count uh, when we see the, the, the crash uh, four times, though? Oh, is that a, a very tiny flashback? I was about to say that Ooh, doesn't feel right. We will find a loophole. Ooh, or, or, or like when uh, Jungle Julie's in the backseat uh, asking who's holding, and it plays it twice because it's supposed to be like two separate things. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think oh. you get the gist of it, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Good point. Yeah, no chapter breaks, no stylized version of Tarantino in that way, so that's helpful. Yep. And you also mentioned the language of uh, of various Tarantino movies. Um, 
How many times is the word fuck spoken in this movie? Are we counting motherfuckers? Yes. Okay. (laughs) 172. 172. All right. Ryan? I feel like it's not actually that many compared to most. I'm going to say about 50. Diana? I'm going to go 87. Uh, I think Izzy is the closest 148 times. Woo! Ooh, I was way, I was not paying attention. <laughs> I was way off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the original name of the film pops up for a few frames. It's Quentin well, Tarantino's th- Thunderbolts. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Stuntman Mike had two other actors considered for the part before Kurt Russell signed on. Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds. Close. Crossing fingers for Burt no, Reynolds. Not really. No, no, Burt Reynolds, 2007. Uh, he's like blood rain and stuff like that at that point. But <laughs> Yeah, this is way too much yeah, work he's, for him he's, to do. He's like in the 70s, I think, or yeah, 80s or shit. Yeah, 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 fuck, he'd have been like late 70s at that point. Anyway, mm. Mickey Rourke. Oh. I mean, you can see it, right? Right. But, yeah. Yes, but also at the same time, I'll do respect to the you know plastic surgery that he has had. I'm just like, <laughs> he, he doesn't. He's... He doesn't need the the scar makeup. Is what you're gonna say? No, not no, not that. It's just the fact that he. I don't think he's charismatic enough. Yeah, that's a concern. Yeah, you take a hit on the charm of the character, you know. Yeah, he seems too uh too terrifying. The car needs to be what's terrifying, not the driver. Yeah. and then eventually the driver I, is terrifying. I don't think Mickey Rourke in his current state would be charming enough to get Rose McGowan to willingly go into a car with him. Sure. Yeah. But then again, she was just looking for a ride. I don't need, char- well, uh, I need charm enough to know that you're not going to kill me. If I look at Mickey Rourke and his height and his bulkiness, yeah. it's just like, <laughs> if, if <laughs> no. the wrestler is trying to force you into a death proof vehicle. Yeah. yeah right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, there's, there's more charm that's needed that yeah. contemporary. Well, 2005 ish when filming Mickey Rourke, I don't think would do it very well. Well, how about a 2007 Sylvester Stallone? Who was the no, other option? Too creepy. Uh, Still too creepy. I wouldn't believe him that he was saying that he hadn't been drinking the whole night. (laughs) He would be the only character with subtitles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I was in the Virginia. I was in Death Race 2000. Oh, shit, I was in that one. What's about your vagina? (laughs) (laughs) Is it my skull? (laughs) What I'm I'm saying is that if I can drive and you can drive, drive. everybody can drive. Yeah, I, I'm sure he was like considering like, like, wait, wait, I get shot in the arm here and go out like a pussy. <laughs> nah. That's that's not how my character goes. Uh, Sylvester Stallone don't die in movies unless Sylvester Stallone's directing. And, <laughs> and QT's like, well, in that case, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's just like, so wait a minute, like Arnold Schwarzenegger wanted to be in this role, I better have it. Right. <laughs> oh shit, Dolph Lundgren. Mm. There we go. I'm tough. Too too bulky. Too too hulking. Uh, Elijah Wood. Nope. Too, <laughs> too sinister. Not happening. Michael Sarah is death nope. proof. No. Nope. As always, Izzy would survive because she'd be like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Get the hell out of here! Pass, pass, pass! Get the fuck and, out!" Uh, and guys, I I I know I know this may shock you. Even the hour and 53 minute version or whatever, there were some scenes that were cut. <gasps> oh, I'm listening. Uh, one of which was Jungle Julia dancing in her apartment at the beginning of the movie. Yes, more talking and dancing. They sort okay. of had cuts of that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, I guess, like a whole sure. Yeah, because they, they had more bare feet. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're her, her running around. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and another one. Stuntman Mike masturbating after the first crash. Hey. Answers uh, my question. Yep. Unnecessary. <laughs> That's all I think. Yeah, leave the mystery. Yeah. So you don't want to watch Kurt Russell masturbate? I mean, I mean, I, yes. I, 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 assume, I assume it's just like when he was getting the whiskey on his wound yeah. or whatever. He's like, no, no, no. Come on, you can do this. Pouring whiskey on it. Was just re- we reused footage of that. It's like, all right, all right, do me a favor, Kurt. Just like drink some whiskey. Okay, good. <laughs> Why are you putting blood on me? Don't ask. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So we reached the most important part. What did we learn from stunt from stuntman Mike? No, from Death Proof. Uh, Ryan, would you like to go first? Yes, I learned that there are few things as fetching on a bru- as a bruised ego on a beautiful angel. Uh, so on a fetching be- woman. I had that written down too. Then <laughs> I'll be bruising your ego later. Okay. <laughs> Hope that's okay. All right, well, buy me nachos. We'll call it even. Yeah. Fair enough. How about you, Dan? Eat them as messy as you want. Uh, so I have uh, two things, one, you know, direct from the movie and one from my own personal uh, experience as well. So... Um, Alcohol is just a lubricant for all the individual encounters that a bar offers. Mm -hmm. Wise words. No, not really. Okay. (laughs) And the other thing that's just a little bit more on point with me is just that later Tarantino movies are pretty much like later Marvel movies. (laughs) There's highlights that I remember, but for the most part, I don't remember shit. (laughs) Nice. Uh, How about you, beautiful? Oh, well, I learned uh, two things. One... Our dog has been quiet until this point, oh, so I'm absolutely boy. jinxing it, but Sushi can yeah. be quiet for a podcast, uh, and I will marry Zoe Bell right now. You hear that, Zoe? <laughs> Please come on the podcast. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been pestering you for years. No. <laughs> maybe that's the point. Don't pester. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> take the, Don't pester take, proposition. Take the heat, mate. <laughs> Uh, well, I learned uh, chartreuse is the only liquor so good they named a color after it. <laughs> oh, I just learned that there are a handful of uh, scholarly articles on Death Proof. Ooh. Ooh. Send me some links. <laughs> Ryan's got his reading for the week. <laughs> Woo! Hey, s- wait, hold on. Stuntman Mike, simulation and sadism in Death Proof. Just, just make me a list of DOIs. Are these like college theses that people have done in the last decade or something? Like it would appear so. Uh, what? No, too many pages. I'm out. Up. <laughs> Up, and it's got a bibliography. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, wait. Tarantino wrote this paper. Oh, that explains why it's so long. Oh. <laughs> and so many N words. Well, Ryan died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Randy, thank you so much for joining us here on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also had a podcast? Uh, yes. Uh, so uh, as I earlier alluded to, you can check out uh, the, the historical episodes of Happily Ever Aftermath, uh, still on all the podcatchers because we're paying for it. And mm-hmm. uh, so it's if you could, uh, what was it? We're the podcast that revisits the movies that influenced how we view love and romantic relationships uh ryan was kind enough to be my co-host for a a series after polina my original host decided that uh, she wanted to move on and pursue other opportunities uh steve and izzy were kind enough to join 
uh, for a few episodes. Bezos. We're talking. Uh, ah, we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking the Thin Man and Revenge of the Nerds and Adventures in Babysitting and. If you um, enjoyed us talking about love and relationships in this movie, check out Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> when did they fall hey, in love? Hey, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, that was on there too. Uh, so we we do uh, we do like the way Zoe Bell straddles a car. We we straddle the genres as well. So uh, yeah, check that out on uh, all the podcatchers. And uh, oh, hang on a second. So I I, I believe Steve uh, Izzy, you you also have a, a social media presence. Do we? I mean, I do. Do you? Oh, that's right. I do. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. I'm on all the social medias at Untidy Venus. I you can find me over on Patreon. And hey, I, you know, there's a couple of Patreon people here, and I owe them some freaking gifts. So <laughs> they're on the way. I promise. Right you do. Yeah, there there are no tabs in this Patreon world. <laughs> well, I enjoy f- fulfilling my debts. So. Uh, yeah, Untidy Venus everywhere. You can also find my website at izzycreates.com. Steve, mm-hmm. where can we find you? Oh, you can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. But of course, you know that if you're listening to this because this is the Patreon exclusive. Woo! And you can yeah. hit us up at EILF Movies on Facebook, Twitter, and the Patreon. That's everything I learned from movies. I said that wrong. My bad. But eh, whatever. I we'll didn't fix know it was post, coming. Or wait, I wait. won't. Let's do it. Ready? One, yeah. two, three. Wait, wait, wait. At, uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I learned from movies. Fucking nailed it. Uh, <laughs> first time. Woo! Anyway. No editing. <laughs> no editing necessary. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Stuntman Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Ryan. I'm Stuntman Diana. <laughs> Ryan Die. Woo! <laughs> and this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Later.